Okay. So another episode, another Wednesday. I don't know how we keep this up. I'm surprised. Luck, yeah. Evidently not well, considering we all just went silent. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ever since Corey like, was like, guys, you got to stop talking over each other. Everyone's too fucking scared to talk. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take five seconds of awkward silence rather than six guys just meowing at each other. I'll take trying. six guys of meowing, motherfucker. The meowing was pretty solid last night. I enjoyed that. You, you weren't poor Jermaine trying, waiting 10 minutes to tell his one story about talking to his wife about the podcast. Just how it did. It's just how it be, man. It's just like the group chats. Come on, they just fall apart rapidly, especially when Byron tries to explain something. <laughs> they, they do fire off points, that's for sure. <laughs> so, uh, Corey, you're going to run us through this episode as per usual now. Well, I can do that. That's fine. We got a. I think we're trying to aim yeah. for short, short sharpie, short episode. I'm just going to push on. Short sharpie, short episode. Uh, in in the sense that we'll do our quick hobby recap as we always do. Um, which I think will be a lot more easy because most of us, I don't know if we've been hobbying more so than just writing up these bloody units and rules that we've been coming up with. You mean the units and rules that everyone has put in the last half an hour? Yeah, correct. I, like, I haven't even put mine in. Mine, mine's on pattern, pen and paper. Um. And the second part will be dedicated to us talking about, as we spoke about last week, the Empire special units, rules, equipment pieces, et cetera, et cetera, that we have devised for our particular provinces um, for our Empire Civil War campaign thing that we are... um, that we are uh, planning for. So last week we all went through... I don't even know what it is. Like, let's be honest. It will happen at some point. Um... But we've all, last episode, and if you haven't listened to it, stop right now and go and listen to the next episode because we need those fat downloads, baby. Um, But go and listen to it and we all talk through the different provinces we've picked and sort of a little bit of background and fluff and why. And because eight empire armies fighting eight identical empire armies is is a bit boring, um, we kind of came up with the idea of people developing their own sort of fluff and their own fluffy reasons for particular units, um, universal special rules and units and whatnot, which is what we're all going to go through tonight. So should be fun. And we should no be doubt yell. yell each other down about how bullshit they are. Of yeah, no, because I've heard like suggestions of 12-inch uh, stubborn bubbles and whatnot. So um, I nice. feel like there won't be a lot of uh, agreeing off the bat with anyone, to be <laughs> honest. So, which is where we do our best work is when we're, disagreeing with each other just out of principle and spite. Yeah, that's pretty much what makes up this friendship circle. Principle, yeah. spite. It's, it's definitely the spite. The spite's I think what spite's I'm... first. I think spite, then principle. I think oh, no, no. Principled spite. spite. Like, mm-hmm. together. Uh, yeah, I was going to say we act on spite and then use principles to sort of, like, cover the spite. But no, it's definitely straight up spite. Pure yep. spite. That's how we roll. So. All right. So. Hobby catch-ups, round-ups, all that kind of jazz. Remember, we didn't really have any uh, hobby-based challenges apart from writing this stuff, so anything the boys have done, they've done out of their own volition and free will, which is kind of cool. So I'm going to kick it off with Chris. So this this week, disappointingly, I did sweet fuck all aside from the Empire, like the, like, like the whole province stuff, which was, it was actually quite cool to um, to write your own your own feel to the empire because I mean, like the empire, like like as as Corey just said, eight guys running at each other, the same shit. Sounds like Gaga ball, but that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, you know, will look and feel pretty boring pretty quickly. 
So, you know, like just put your own sort of feel on the army is, is going to be quite cool. Um, so, obviously, you know, like following on from last week, I started with Noel. Now I'm um, doing an old army. Um, so, you know, like we're all about our artillery and our, and our fire power, uh, fire prowess. Um, so with the actually like with the proposed universal special rule, which Matt kind of shot himself last last week when I was sort of touching base with him, um, I went with master marksman. So poisoned attacks on ranged weapons only. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we going right into it already? Yeah. Oh, we're going straight in. Are we going into it? Someone didn't <laughs> listen to the explanation. <laughs> Jesus, Chris. Jesus. Fuck me. <laughs> All the work and effort is traditional for you people. God, God, you can edit that. Right? You can edit that. Right? I mean, yeah, look, yeah. all right, it's gonna stay. It's gonna stay. We don't edit in here. There's, right. there's no, there's no so, editing. In terms, of, in terms of hobby, fuck all. <laughs> there we go. Done. <laughs> done. Thank Next. you. <laughs> Move on. So amazing. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to mix up. I'm going to go from top to the bottom and then bounce my way around to whatever I want. So this would be uh, the trans. Okay. What have I been doing? Um, as you've no doubt been blasted with the pictures, I started working on a reimagining of Vlad von Karstein and uh, finished him up the other night. He's now undercoated and he'll probably sit that way for many, many moons. But uh, yeah, so I've worked on him. That was a heap of fun. I uh, love sort of just modernizing him up a bit and trying not to either go the full full camp of the old school, like, 5th edition Vlad, you know, slick back hair level of shit, and the full sort of it's a zombie in armor of the, you know, 7th mm. edition Vlad model, which I never understood what, like, nowhere in the fluff was he some ugly fucking zombie motherfucker. Like, I just don't Looks understand amazing. that. Thanks, man. I was pretty happy with how we came out. He came up pretty good. All right. used, um... Theodore Bruckner's legs. That was like I know this sounds like a weird thing. That Theodore Theodore Bruckner model is ridiculously out of scale. Just a like, lot bigger. Ridiculously, and his chest is far too fucking big for his legs. Because I got him like, oh yeah, he's a, like he's a decent size. It'll be a good Vlad model. I'm like, his his chest is just so big. He's got these little little stumpy legs, like you know, and this big fat ass chest. So yeah, terribly scaled model. He might be better as the mounted version, but on foot, terrible. Cool bits of armor though, so that's that's. I don't remember it. building the on foot one, but I seem to recall the mounted one because his mount is like really fucking. Is like is a chonky is a chonky griff. Um, yeah, it's a big long boy. Yeah, um, but I remember it being nicer. Yeah, yeah, because I um yeah the foot guy just terrible, and his hands very big, very big hands. His dick must be huge. Like that's all I can say. Like, the, the size of those hands, big old dick on Theodore Brockner. Just cracking um, yeah. all day. Yeah, just straight up, just fuck. Um, so that was the hobby I've done this week. Um, started working on Isabella as well. Also set up the new 3D printer today. Um, smashed out a test print and then um, smashed out a couple of, of the Reptilian Overlords uh, mercenary prints, the crossbows and shit. Um, that motherfucker puts in supports like a man who is never going to actually print the model and have to cut the supports off. <laughs> There's like 60 supports on a fucking 28mm crossbow. That's like, I'm, yeah, I'm going to have to go in there and uh, just do my classic auto support and fucking, you know, hurl it into the printer and just back away slowly because no, no checking for islands for me, but, um, good model, like good little models, but, ah, uh, dear God, auto support's terrible. Um, but the, the new 3D printer, the, what is it? The Aligu Mars number three. So quick. Oh my God. Like it's the Corey sex life of 3D printers. Quick, loud, 
and not very exciting. Um, awkward as well, it, and it cries. It's very awkward. It's very awkward. Yeah, I did it's sob a little. I don't know why. And normally you can't hear the, the sounds over Jurassic Park. I was going to say, it does. Play, it started so. playing Jurassic Park for some reason. Just said, no, 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 I'm telling you, Jurassic Park, like. <laughs> Corey, do you like come out of your cupboard like dresses of a lot thrapter? Is that why you do it? It depends if the lady, if the lady is in, it depends if the lady's into it. If she's into it, then yes, I have that ready and available to go. And if she's not into it, you definitely do it? Uh, I do it by myself when she leaves because she's freaked out. Um, <laughs> and then I get myself my little, my little. The best part about the Velociraptor is it can actually reach. If it's the T Rex, you've only got the short little stumpy arm, so it really yeah. So no, no jacking it off there, you know. No. Do you, do you jump you, out? Like, do you jump out? And she just goes, "Clever girl." <laughs> yeah, and then she pegs, and then she pegs me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, seriously, like during during my Tinder heyday when I was a younger twenty year old, um, so long ago now, um, Jurassic Park had a surprisingly high strike rate um, for me, which was which was interesting. It, did it have a similar strike rate to chloroform? <laughs> in in the center of the Venn diagram, <laughs> was it the same same strike rate? Look, because often both were in effect at the same time, it's hard to tell. Um, yeah. yeah. When- which is lies to which was which was the most effective. This is going to be one of those episodes where people are like, dude, what the fuck are you guys doing? Um, but yeah, yeah, no, but yeah, the uh, the Aligu Mars 3, not bad. Wow, <laughs> uh, next, it was a bit of a detour. Um, it's me. Um, I'm going back to the top now. Uh, Hobby-wise, I've done a little bit more, just some dwarves, and, and honestly, it's not a huge progression at this point in time. It's just clipping things and just trying to get some done off together my like movement bases and all that kind of stuff. So um, I'm just slowly chipping away at getting the next unit of dwarf slayers ready to go. Um, I just want to get those churned out because we're slowly starting to get some freedoms in Melbourne, Australia, which is cool. So I would like well, to you have take your mask off to have a beer at the park now. Yeah, like, I'd like to have at least a thousand points ready to go to play someone somewhere at some point in time when this opens up. Um, so that that's been that hobby, um, along with looking at doing whatever I can for my rules and units which i won't release now because i remember what we're doing um have you purchased any empire yet uh i've purchased the captain from you i've actually just been a little bit um, on the poor side at the moment um but i'm looking at the i'm going to buy myself a couple of boxes of those frost grape guys and start stuff like that nice um and just go a little slow and all that kind of stuff like that'll be easy to do with contrast paint because contrast is amazing I've got to get some of the army paint and contrast paint and test it out and see if it's any uh, any comparison to the OG G-Dub, um, which obviously stole that product from other places in the first place. Um, and then other than that, my other hobby has been watching a shitload of wrestling because Jermaine and I have started a wrestling podcast and now we have a wrestling network, baby. Yeah. Yeah, everyone get excited. What do you mean by network? Is it a multiple podcast or what? We're a podcast network now, man. We've got we got multiple podcasts. By multiple, I mean two. But hell, we're only uh, we're only a bee's dick away from starting an Attack on Titan podcast. We're only a bee's dick away from starting I don't know everything else that we speak about randomly. Always podcast. It only takes a three people 
I've realized this. It only takes three people to realize, to suggest to do a podcast or something and it starts. Is so, it, have you been watching The Only Murderer in the building? Is that why you're saying three people? No. I'm just literally just, uh, it's just what I've sort of noticed. Um, it only takes three people to mention a podcast on the same topic and it happens. So we ain't far off, but Matt and Jermaine are stonewalling me on an Attack on Titan podcast. I don't actually start watching no, Attack on I, Titan. I, I would be keen. Yeah, man. What would you talk about? Like, I like, I, I'm enjoying it as well. Don't get me wrong, but all right. So we've got. Well, currently I'm only like 20 episodes in, but we've got. I've got currently got some angsty teens chasing around big. Let, let's let's call the Titans what they are. They're genitalless disabled people. I think I think the podcast is guns. clear. I think the podcast is clear. I think I haven't watched a single episode. So every time we record a podcast, it's me explaining the podcast as best I can to Matt and Jomaine as they writhe in pain my inability to understand what is going on and follow any kind of plot line. That actually sounds amazing. Yeah, let's do it. Like, hey guys, this happened and I think this is what why and this is what's going to happen and Jermaine and Matt would you like, stop. Oh, no, no, no. You're so wrong. Please, please, please. But dudes talking about wrestling, that's our podcast. Check it out. It's great. It's amazing. We had seven downloads last time so that was good. <laughs> well, I told you I we didn't release the number, man. Yeah, I, I, I didn't num- really. I didn't release the number on the actual wrestling podcast because we want people to think that we've got listeners. But on this one, who knows? Oh my god! Next, listen to Kate. it, bitch. I don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's also true. <laughs> I don't even know why I expected any different from you. Um. Matthew. All right. So this week had a bit of a palate cleanser of uh, sort of giving the Empire a little bit of a break. And I'm uh, in the process and almost completed uh, 25 Ogre Kingdom Nobblers. Ooh. Ooh. Little Nobby boys. That's it. So, so similar to what Corey was saying earlier, we're hopefully going to be able to get out in a few weeks and catch up. And my Ogres are just there. and I've got a thousand points once these are done. Just bang. Good to go. Painted. I'm going to start smashing out this army and get a thousand points ready to go. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I just really want to get something done. So I've got that ready to go. I can play anybody at any time and then slowly work through the Empire as I'm motivated. Nice. Good idea. Yes. Uh... Yeah, apart from that, that, that's it. Excitement. Beautiful. Jermaine. I painted up. Uh, some more of the hate miniatures and I'm going to use them as Chaos Ogres. Uh, I painted up three of them uh, and those were super fun to paint. Now, have you lined up the basing on them? No. No, I'm going to continue a big piece of shit. Um, <laughs> continue with the dark basing. So, no, no. I, um, I have not uh, lined up the basing and I'm not. So You disgust me. Have you uh, figured out what you're using the big bull boy for? Oh, the fellow that I'm working on now, I believe uh, you're going to go with the Chaos Lord on a demonic mount. Yeah, that's um, what and I'm just, And I'm just going to cop the bigger base, man. So originally it's I wanted to... It's just double to length. Him. It's not double width. So as long as you don't get flanked, it makes no difference to you. Yeah, so originally I was going to run him as a as a chariot. It just it kind of didn't make sense. And I was only going to run him as a chariot because he's, this model's quite big and base would support it. So... Um, I think I am just going to run him uh, as a Chaos Lord on a denom- uh, on a demonic mounts, and, and I'm pretty um, sure um, you can put the Exalted Champion on there as well. So it doesn't necessarily have to be your big, big, big boy. You could have him as like a lieutenant running around on that if you wanted to. Okay, 
Yeah, cool. So yeah, no, that's that's the guy that I'm working on at the moment, um, and he has been a lot of fun. This is one model that that Kickstarter um, was really looking forward to painting. Um, the only bad thing is his weapon is um, it's it's bent. That's how it was um, in the box. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to bend that back into place, or whether I just cut the end of the blade off and stick something else on. So I'm not not Have too sure. Have you tried hot water yet? Um, I did. Yeah, I did, man. And it just it stayed for a little bit, and then just went. Is it that sort of the plastic that I suppose like zombie side miniatures are made out of? It's like yeah, it's it relatively hard, but it's a little bit flexy. It is. Okay, yeah, like yeah, I don't know if you're going to get that back into any semblance of a. I don't think so, man. I tried it. I tried it twice early days. Um, it just didn't, and it just didn't work, man. There was one time I thought it worked, and then checked on it the next day, and it had just gone back. Drooped on back. Have yeah. You, have you tried maybe like a like a hairdryer? Because that, that generally gets a little bit hotter than than just hot water. Uh, the first time it was with the, the normal temperature water that I use for bending stuff, and then the second time was actually this was super hot, man. I, I mixed in some from the kettle, dude. Um, oh, you're right. That and that to, still didn't work. I had to straighten a Spartan once, and I just straight up put the track the two hull sides into a pot of boiling water. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know what I'm going to do, man. I, I've yeah. thought about cutting it off, but I, I can't find anything to stick on the end of it that's big enough because it's a pretty big model. So um, so we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, slowly painting him up. I'm just having all the base colors done and, uh, and then a bit of a wash and then, yeah, we go from there. So my hobby this week, three Chaos Ogres. Smashing it out, man. I'll sit down, man. Thank In a you. week. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Killing it. And last but not least, Byron. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's been actually kind of nice not to have like a challenge due <laughs> this week, so it's been kind of relaxing. So uh, I haven't done a whole lot of hobby, just worked on the, the province stuff there. I did get uh, a set of Empire handgunners today. Pew, pew. So I'm uh, assembling those right now. And it's actually quite a nice little kit. I didn't realize the Empire kits were... They're very detailed. Good, and they're pretty cool. Yeah, yeah a lot of Bits a lot of detail, a lot of bits, yeah. Look Are you on actual handgunners or crossbowmen? Oh, handgunners, man. Just okay. cool. Are they, what do the crossbows do? Are they better or what are they, uh, what's the difference? Different, Different strokes, man. yeah. Yeah, so you, you got your uh, handgunners, 24 inch range, strength 4, um, an extra oh, minus 1 to armor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and first turn, you can roll a d6 and they shoot an extra distance of whatever you roll. Is oh, nice. cool. And then crossbowmen are just straight strength four, 30 inch range. Oh, yeah. So a bit more reliable tactically, I suppose, in a way. But uh, hmm. is there any point difference? No, exactly the same cost. Same oh, as that, archers. That makes it difficult, doesn't it? It's like, fuck. Like, yeah. Yeah, all the missile troops are the same. And archers, yeah, you got skirmish, so they're harder to shoot back. Oh, yeah, it's very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's actually really clever. Like, they've all got their different role and they're all the same points. Yeah, that, whoever did the Empire book, you know, kudos to you. Yeah, it's a good little book, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, that's about it, man. Just working on this and um, just gearing up for... I'd be kind of keen for another painting challenge coming up, though. Oh, I, I imagine we'll kick one off at the end of this um, this one. for uh, uh, Back to the fortnightly one for actually hobby. What do we reckon, boys? Yeah. Sounds yeah. good. Easy peasy. Yeah. I, th- I, f- I found, like, don't get me wrong, on the, the Tuesday or Wednesday leading into the, the end result, I'm like, fuck, I've got to get this done. But it has consistently made me get hobby done. Yeah, same. Same. Just by, like, well, actually, no, I don't. 
Corey has kept me getting hobby done. <laughs> and see, I haven't done much hobby the last couple of weeks. I did the terrain and stuff, but I've been just knee and balls deep in um, like applications and getting ready for work to go back and all this kind of stuff. So those two weeks. How many hours have you played of that zoo game? A few, but that's like, <laughs> that's at night time when I can't be bothered doing anything else. And I honestly, like once it hits like 10, I've got no chance of pulling the brush out. Um, my mind, my, my mind and my body. Are just and you obviously mean 10 o'clock in the morning, I presume. No, it <laughs> oh, it's a bit late. I better get that. Better get that zoo game out. Ah, oh, guys, I can't. Fuck on, man. If you would, I'm just really connected with my wildebeest right now, and I'm just trying to make him his life happy. I've got him a lot of bitches. I'm waiting for him to have some offspring so I can release him into the wild and get some shit. All right, so just get off my back, okay? Um, Sounds like you need to get off that wildebeest back, man. <laughs> yeah, fucking terrible. Oh, <laughs> he won't get on the women's back. It's really annoying me because just one fucking it's for. Challenge oh boy, thirty-eight hours. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no time. I've got no time. Entire work week. It'll it'll overtake um, Total War soon. No, I legit played at night time. Like I just played at night and that kind of stuff. But um, I I have enjoyed putting some dwarves back together. Um, back together. Together. Did, in the first did you place. take them apart? No, I didn't take them apart. <laughs> oh. Though I've, I'm thinking of repainting the ones Byron sent me because the paint shit. So I didn't paint Jesus. those. <laughs> I know. I specifically know that you didn't paint them, so that's why I was okay with saying that. I'd be okay if you did, anyways. When you bought them, man, you do what you want to do, man. I get my money. I, um, that's my peace man money. I'd normally find for the challenges by Tuesday. Done. You're not yeah, you're fine by the Thursday we finish recording. Like, yeah, or done while recording. The day after. Hey, guys, I'm done. Fuck you. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. But it's okay, guys. I've got him hardcore watching wrestling again, so he's uh, he's going to have less time. So no, uh, when, when Halo cool. comes out, that's going to be the equalizer. Uh, yeah. Was well, it AEW is a big one, or what are you talking about, NXT, or what? What's the uh, mostly, mostly AEW. AEW is the one that we're watching the most of, but we talked some other stuff. But AEW is the better product. It's better than WWE. But WWE has been around forever. It has been, but just because you've been around forever doesn't mean you're the best. I beg to differ. Q, G Dub. <laughs> silence. Like it. It's all standing in an order. Like someone made a pun. Um, just didn't want to get sued, man. I was scared what I was going to say. Yeah, well, you know what? They haven't sued. They haven't sued us yet. No cease and desist, which I'm actually kind of disappointed in, really, to be honest, because it means we're still on par with um, out of order, um, out of circle for how important we are to G Dub. So it's really upsetting. I didn't know you could go like below zero, but okay. Yeah, we're there. <laughs> we're there. We're in the negatives, and Tommy's just joined in a nick of time. Tommy has just joined. Tommy. How's your hobby been, mate? Yeah. How's what? How's your hobby been? My hobby's been good. Been smashing out the Age of Sigma, mate. (laughs) All right, I'll I'll just kick and boot him. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Apparently, Gotrick's back. I had no idea. Gotrick was always back, wasn't he? Like they released that model. Yeah, that was actually the game. I had no idea. Yeah. 
It's a nice model. They model. can't think up new, yeah, great model, but they cannot just think. They cannot make, think up new characters at all. I can't wait. Let's go to this whole new setting. Elix as a stormcast. That's gonna be rad. You can oh. try, try all you want, Jermaine. I'm onto you, motherfucker. No, I'm legit. I reckon it's gonna be he's, cool. He's probably right. It's gonna happen. It's gonna. Happen. <sighs> I, I am genuinely actually looking forward to Primaris 30k. <laughs> we. I might get my interest back into it. Yeah, definitely. It, it, it revitalized the community, I think. Yeah, it started to wane. Like, my interest in 30k has definitely started to wane. So, like, I think moving to Primaris is the is the right call. Um, well, the Dark Angels have prepped it. They've got the Interemptors, which is just getting ready for the Intercessors and the the Incursors and the, I don't know yeah, what so, all the other fucking I letters are. I mean, like, why, why at this point in time fight it? Just embrace it. Just love it. And it is what it is. And, you know... I look forward to that day when it drops and I look forward to the people on the salt mine losing their absolute tiny little mines. Wasn't uh, Belisarius Cole alive back then anyway? So Yeah, man. Yeah, he, he, he had to be alive then, otherwise he wouldn't have been able to suck up Astartes' brain. Well, this is where he got the idea from, though. He just went to the webway with the Emperor. Fucking yeah, no, growing out the entire time. Dude, he built yeah. the webway. He built the webway. <laughs> that makes sense. I mean... The emperor isn't much of a tinker. Look at that guy; his hands are too big. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, wouldn't be able to do shit. I think people just need to, you know, let people in, in do their own hobby. And if you want to play thirty k with Primaris, then you go ahead. You do that. I agree. You enjoy it, and and it is your hobby. Who am I? Who am I to sit here and say what you're doing is is not cool or not right? Who am I to gatekeep you? It's basically uh, fucking Thunderwares, anyways. I don't see it. Straight up. Thunder Warriors were the Primaris before Primaris. Pre-Primaris. Primaris. But I'll take Primaris over Furries any day of the week, so the Wolves <laughs> you can keep. Yeah, can't keep it. Do you think like, you can sort of gauge who would be triggered by that sort of shift in the community? Yeah, just, just about like, like, the whole, like, like the whole persona and, and just like knowing... What sort of ticks people? You're like, okay, you're definitely going to get get set off by this. If if they were to change to a 32 mil, then there'll be people who are outraged by it. But then when other people are outraged by it, that same person will say, "Hey, you can't own their idea, idea so it's okay." <laughs> and then they won't be outraged by it, and then they'll pass out from a pill coma. Um, <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, Tommy, so continue with your hobby catch-up, mate. Uh, yeah, just AOS, man. That's it. Um, I got a Mole Crusher finished, I got um, my Hard Boys finished, and I got a Fortuner finished. So heaps done, man. Yeah, those, um, those checkers that you've done, Tom, um, mental, mate, it looks fantastic. Should we check them out? Get out. You better check yourself <laughs> before you wreck yourself. <laughs> Checkmate. May I, I was drinking before this started? Is that what's going on? What was that? What? That has everyone just been drinking before this started? I have been, yeah, yeah. At the moment, man, I am always drinking. Yeah, I can't do this podcast otherwise. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I, I need to up my fun game for Corey. Having the same impact that used to. I feel Corey just hates pun because he can't whip them out quick enough himself. So I feel like he's missing no, out. No, they're just dumb. Like puns are dumb. Like they are not. They're brilliant. Nah, come no, on, puns, man. Puns, puns are dumb. 
that doesn't even rhyme. Come on, man. Mm. <laughs> I wasn't intending to. Like... Welcome to the Punderdome, bitch. Oh, cool. That's, that's so funny. You're hilarious. Uh, like, no, it's dumb. <laughs> dumb. That's that's good, Corey. That's very good. <laughs> he got you. Oh, he got me so good. <laughs> Is it just quick one, Corey? Quick one. Is there a an episode of the dudes talking about um wrestling when fifty percent of the hosts are dubbed out? No. Okay. Okay. Just checking. That was good. That. that yep. Um. Yeah. So uh, sixth edition. I've actually gone back to the vampires for a bit. Painting up vampire stuff. Oh, so what have you been working on at the moment? Uh, so I found <laughs> links into my OS because I was thinking I'd on um as like um pirate goblins because I love pirates and I love goblins. But originally, I was doing a troll as like a stormcast caster who casts like the massive fucking flaming ball that comes like um, meteor that comes down. But I had it as a cannonball. Okay. Um, so this troll now is like one of the new whatever the new AOS trolls done that look pretty sweet. I've sculpted an eye patch on him. He's got a cannon. He's shooting golems out. Um, I'm gonna use it as the Leviathan. So I'm hanging up as like my Leviathan for my vampires. Oh, nice. Yeah. That oh, sounds cool. cool. Those, those models are nice. I do like the new trolls. They yeah, they're really cool. Like, like they're like the mushroom yeah. snuffers or some shit, aren't they? Like, no, no, they don't got mushrooms. They're like rock, rock guts. So they got like all um, like stone on their back, kind of like like the stony kind of texture. So I was going to paint it up like particles. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Actually. That's a good idea. That's good. Clever. And I'm going, yeah, so I'm take, taking it to, like, a green flesh tone as well, so um, rather than blue. So see how it comes out. Um, I might give him, like, a cutlass or something as well. But, um, yeah, it should be. It's a fun model. Got goblins all over it, which, you know, I'm in a couple months. Oh, the shit you smash out, man, is awesome. Yeah, sir. But that's me caught, caught up. Really. Easy. Quick. Done. Oh. Beautiful. Um, did we want to take a break, um, mix some Richard cheese in, and then come back for the Empire Rundown close? That sounds yeah, good. Right. So I'll take a quick, quick little interlude, and we'll come back. All right. Exclamation <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, save. <laughs> Woe to you, O earth and sea, for the devil sends the beast with wrath, because he knows the time is short. Let him who hath understanding reckon the number of the beast, for it is a human number. Its number is 666. Thank you. To get the memories from my mind Cause in my dreams It's always there The 
evil face that twists my mind and brings me to despair. Six, six, the number of beasts, hell and fire, was spawned to be released. Six, 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 the number of beasts, sacrifice is going on tonight. Coming back, I will return, and I'll possess your body, and I'll make you burn. Six, 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 the number of the beast, hell and fire was spawned to be released. Six, 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 the number of the beast. Sacrifice is going on tonight. All right, we're back to the second part. Um, this is when we'll be touching on um, everyone's working on their different empire provinces, uh, spelt with an I and not an E, just to clarify for people at home. Um, so people, we've over the last week, obviously, as we touched on last week, everyone's been given the their week challenge to um or you know their 20 minutes before the episode challenge to sort of come up with essentially a universal special rule for um all the models within their empire army to try to differentiate them a little bit um a terrain piece so a name and possibly an effect and a proposed special unit um and sort of what the unit's based off what extra rules you want and even for those that want to get really saucy a magic weapon um so I suppose what we'll do is we'll start with the first person on my list, which would be Jermaine. Do you want to take us a run through yours, man? Okay, so I've got Oslin as my province or province, depending on how you spell it, Nick. Yeah, don't um, spell it wrong. Don't spell it wrong. Whatever you do. What, why is there any anyways? What's the deal with that? That bothered me. Oh, I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I, I just... Know. I was uh, corrected by some French guy that I was spelling it the French way instead of the English way or some shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um... Oslin. So I've tried to play into the fact that we're poor and we're very devout to Sigma. So uh, the proposed USR that I've got is hatred against the most expensive unit, and that's per model. Um, just before, you know, we had that that conversation with the expensive unit. You know, w what about if your expensive unit is a bunch of skeletons? Um, this is a lot of really yeah. out. Uh, so yeah, so we went with per model. Um, how, how do you guys feel about that one? Cool. Yeah, I think it's great. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Because like for like covered in it. Yeah, like a lot of the time it'll probably be what your knights, I'd say. Like outside I'd say outside of characters, yeah. Yeah, which which yeah. plays into the fluff because they they really don't like flashy stuff. So Rich Dicks. Um, yep. Yeah, so we're really gonna love Byron and his shit. 
<laughs> I think you can just get hatred Byron's army. Let's be fair. Hatred Byron. <laughs> hatred Byron. <laughs> I love that. Can all armies have hatred Byron? Don't, don't we all get that? Yeah. <laughs> it's all just um, trickle down economics. I'm actually making we go, we money. go to uh, Me being rich is good for you. We go to an event that allows these rules, and there's two Byrons. This poor other Byron gets absolutely <laughs> no. fucked on. Sorry, man. Sorry, man. It's the Canadian one that I hate, but rules are rules. Because he keeps playing Nickelback, so like, you know, it's not even our fault. I did a Nickelback round a while ago. <laughs> Still maintained. Nickelback are fine. They're fine. They're fine. And, uh, oh. So the terrain piece, um, I've gone with a symbol of Sigma. So I will, I will try um, and model something up for that. Again, these guys are very, very devout to Sigma, which is a bit weird for these guys up in the north because it's normally Ulrich. So what I propose is, uh, while wholly within, um, what, what do we feel about ranges? I know we made a joke about 12-inch <laughs> bubble being too much. Um, yes, because it was and is. Uh, are we going with is a lot? Would would we say six is okay? Uh it. I'm just thinking like so. If you've got a six by six inch terrain piece, and then it's a six inch bubble around you, six inch by six inch terrain piece. That's a fair bit of coverage. That's like eighteen inches of okay. bubble. If you think right. about it, I'd say probably just wholly within. Otherwise, it, wholly within. It, okay. Yeah. What What do we think, boys? For like those sort of effects, wholly within. Uh, that's pretty tough to do on a big rank, or I mean, mm-hmm. when, you, when you get a couple of ranks deep, that's gonna be hard to get the holy within it. Other piece. rules have um, not holy within, so I think a lot of other six rules aren't the whole. I'm trying to think of oh, it's my dwarf, yes, yeah, the dwarf one in the Slayer list where the banner effects and that kind of stuff. Um, oh, where is it? Mm-hmm. Um, the the majority of the units like that's like I still have the beastman rules for like trying to do the charge. It might be majority. I think would be fair. Yeah, especially just clipping a corner or something on there and being a dick. Let let's be honest. Though, like if anyone's trying to pull that on these uh, homebrew rules, it's like get fucked. Like, <laughs> are you just telling yourself to get fucked? Yes, yes. Why? I tell myself Why? to get fucked every morning when I get up and stare at myself in the mirror and just wonder about all my life decisions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the, <laughs> the terrain effect that I was going to have for that um, originally fuck was yeah. what was it? It was unbreakable. Yeah, and unbreakable. I, got, I got pretty much told to fuck off. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I've got so I've gone with um, immune to fear slash psychology. So fair. Yeah, immune to psychology is good. Um, yep. It's not unbreakable good, but it's pretty useful. Okay. Okay. And that um, and that ties in pretty well, also. Like, so you know, these this scary shits running towards them, but they look to the left, and there's Sigma with these big stone dong hanging out. They're like, "Yeah, Sigma, you got our backs. Like, we're not scared of this shit no more." So I think that's fair. Oh God, for the model, I would love a 3D print. You know, of the 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 dude that was getting around during COVID. <laughs> what yeah. his, his name probably been of Tyrone? <laughs> that, that guy. I would love him. I'd love an STL of that. Just if you can find the STL, man, I'll print it. Deal done. Um, and then my proposed unit, this one's a pretty easy one. I'm going with the black guard, um, and they're gonna be great swords, and the additional rule they're gonna have is fear. So that one was 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 pretty straightforward. Love it. Uh, and what do you do you have any background on the on the, the black black guard or anything? The black guard, um <laughs> essentially I got it from a photo, but essentially they're the um 
they're the elite fighting force uh, of the Osland um, guys. They normally protect uh, the elect account um, of Osland. Um, so they're, they're, you know, very high up, very skilled. Um, they've been known for, to, you know, to, to wield the great swords with a lot of skill. They're in one of those exemplary battles. I think it was um, the Hellfen one, wasn't it? It is, yes. Yeah, Battle for Hellfen. Um, and they defend uh, a large part of that and is a big reason why uh, Empire wins that battle. So, And they look awesome, man. They really look cool. That one piece of artwork that I found when I was looking at provinces, that sold me on Austin. Was it the Skull Helmet? It was, man. It was, yep. yeah. Yeah, it's rad. So, um, yeah, that's, that's what I've got. Boom. Love it. And they're actually, their, their name works really well if we print off that statue as well, because I'll be guarding him. <laughs> I'm sure someone's made an STL. Someone has, it to. has to be. It has to be around. It has to. It has to. I'm going to find it, and I'm going to use it. I'm going to make a proper one, and then I will use that one as well. For fun, but, um, <laughs> you know, one that we can actually put up on our page. And, but this is what and you not get zucked. <laughs> Just not be like, what on earth is happening? We can put the other one though up on our OnlyFans, so that's fine. The OnlyFans, yeah, yeah, mm. for sure. Behind the paywall, for sure. all about the paywall. Yep, all about Go the paywall. paywall. The um, I didn't have anything actually for the um, special equipment or anything, just because it's Oslin and super poor. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to weave stone soup somewhere into there, but nothing. You could have like a flag, a flagon of stone soup or something. <laughs> Nothing quite <laughs> fell into place. Um, the stone soup. So if I mean, if, if you guys can think of something with stone soup, I'd love to hear it. Oh, yeah, oh, five, plus, uh, five plus scaly skin. Stone soup could work. I'm trying to think else they could do because they're just so poor. You really want to lean into that poorness, don't you? I I, I do enjoy the poorness. Hmm. To enjoy it, but but I think uh, I like I really like that USR of hatred against the most expensive unit because they really would, they really and, really would. They would see a bunch of fancy knights and be like, "Yeah, rich motherfuckers, everything's gold plated as shit." Like they turn into beasts and looking at boats. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> really, really would. hatred boat users. <laughs> oh look, it's the beastman. <laughs> I, I believe it was the voice Byron used last week. <laughs> Look at you guys with your fancy boats. <laughs> I can't take nobody, Beastman nobody seriously Beastman, anymore. Man. I mean, like, like the psychology of the Beastman. It's not even in the books, man. You have to understand how they would think, how they would feel about the stuff. The, for the Chaos Ogre, I had to like I got a hold of the Beastman book for that, and then just looking at the pictures, the pictures are so cool. Now all I can hear is, "Look at you and your fancy boats." <laughs> <laughs> It just destroys all the artwork, and I hope I've done it for everyone else as well that's listening. Because if I have to hear it, everyone hears it. I think you've retro. Like I think I was thinking Beastman were cool as shit after the um first uh got tri- was the first Troll Slayer. Because like the Beastman yeah. were like oh pretty scary and shit, but yeah, Byron's then went and fucked that again. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had yeah, a couple really of weeks has. of grace, you know. It really, really has. Yep. That's it. Fuck you, Byron. Just as a quick aside, um, for anyone who's reading Skaven Slayer, I just love the rendition of the Skaven, like their inner thoughts. 
Like, oh, I how they justify that. everything to themselves? Yeah, they, like, you know, uh, he's not running in to fight the frothing dwarf because he wants to see his fighting style first, mm, you know? That's like, right. You know, and he, he's not running away. He's just going for a swim. <laughs> I thought it was absolutely fantastic, that bit. I think I said it in the group chat, but, yeah, just when he's, like, you know, oh, the frothing, like, the, the frothing mad dwarf with fear has just come running in and he, oh, he accidentally knocked the weapons off and, you know, <laughs> accidentally cloved a guy's head in. That's right. Absolutely fan. Like, it's really good. I like how he had um, all the best uh, Storm Vermin until they started dying. He's like, wait a minute. These can't be real Storm Vermin. They must be sending <laughs> clan rats in disguise. It's some kind of sabotage. They're trying to betray me, the <laughs> motherfuckers. So good. <laughs> and I think you said as well, Corey, like, um, they don't do the stupid Skaven talk on their sort of inner monologue, which helps a bit. Yeah, it helps. You get a little bit of the, the die-die Skaven talk in when they're speaking out loud. Yep. But when they're doing their inner monologues, I, I really enjoyed the one um, with the the master, the assassins, the clan Eshen guys going into the um, the pub. I'm just the, coming uh, up to that. Just coming yeah. up to it. Yep. So it's it's really it's really funny. It's uh it's quite it's quite and it's like I don't know. It, it's funny without being like over the top ridiculous. Like makes them look terrible. It's just like yeah, this is kind of how I pictured Skaven actually being. It's quite. Yeah. It's quite well written. I, I quite I quite enjoy how they brought the Skaven to life um, it, in a similar it, way to which they made the Beastmen quite terrifying and then Byron's just fucking ruined it. Ruined it again, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I also really like how they do the, and there's only been one so far, but how they did the Chaos Warrior, the lady, the girl Chaos Warrior. Yeah, the she had her shit together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's not just a mindless cool. brute or anything like that. Like there's there's a whole lot that goes into it. So... It's a really, it's a really cool world that they've built with the Gotrick and Felix books, and, and admittedly, I'm only halfway through Skaven Slayer, um, so uh, yeah, halfway through Skaven Slayer, so I don't know how the rest goes, but it, it's a really cool uh, fantasy writing. Now they're they're William King, aren't they? Because I remember William King they got are. heaps of shit for his uh, Ragnar series, and I think the Ragnar Black Man series may have been my first, like um like Games Workshop novels that I ever read, and I thought they were fine. I might go back and read them now, and they'll be terrible, but I find that Gotrek and Felix are great. And they're definitely yeah. a bit more adult, like, you know, the, yep. the creepy dudes with the, the bratwurst sausage, and, you know, there's some bad stuff about to go down there. And for those that haven't read it, yeah, just there's a tidbit, get in there and read that. But, um, yeah, like, there's a lot darker stuff in here. Like, I imagine it'll start lightening up in maybe a book or two when they're sort of broadening their horizons, if you know what I mean. But it's still good to hear a bit of G-Dub stuff with, you know, not too much branding and um, well, you know, a bit of drop, darker content. They drop the R word and, you know, not for Stuart, not talking about mental capacities, but like they drop rape um, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff within in the text. And that's quite, it is quite adult, yep. um, which is something that, you know, you wouldn't get, I suppose, in a lot of the G-Dub stuff. Like they got rid of all the racism from the Knights Panther as well. So <laughs> <laughs> good old days. Glory days. Especially that small chapter with the uh, the little mutants, the small ones. Oh, the little mutants. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I found it interesting that the um in the Skaven Slayer book, the Midden, or the Middenheimers, the Knights of the White Wolf, mm-hmm. apparently all big, tall, blonde guys. I'm like, oh. <laughs> 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 oh no no. This is not a good start, but we digress. <laughs> um, is that the, um, the Ultramarines really, too? Like, Girly Man's a bit of a tall, blonde, 
perfect specimen of a dude, too, eh? Hey, wait, yeah, hang on, hang on. Don't. He's a bit of a poster boy. Take it easy. Just wait. Just wait. Byron, can you do your beast man voice, but for Rebuke Gilliman? Rebuke Gilliman. Look at me. Doesn't matter. I wrote the quick story, but everybody has to follow it. Would match like a space. I'm more important than the Emperor. Yeah. Would that would match a space? Look at us in the snow. It's just becoming a pissing contest of stupidity now. Jermaine, do, do you know what voice you should do for the space wolves? Oh my god, I can't. Not on air. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it when we get off. Like, <laughs> it'll be the white scars. <laughs> yeah, it will be the white scars. Let's be perfectly honest. Not I think the dream would be to read a full White Scars book in that voice with me doing... Oh, wait, a full one? <laughs> I would the audio, die. The audio book kind of version of that. That'd I would straight up die, mate. I reckon I could do it. <laughs> All right, anyway. I'm going to go... I'll go get a copy of the Warhawk and a microphone for you. Easy. All right. So I think that covers off on all yours, doesn't it, man? It certainly does, mate. It certainly does. Thank you. All right, well, I'll just leave me till later on. Um, who do we have after that? Griggling, probably the most um, rounded out lineup. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, so I'm going with Talabekland. And what I want to do is I want to sort of represent as like the most sort of professional army from the province. Um, and to do that, I've gone my universal special rule as the back of the Empire uh, book list, the Emperor, Emperor's list, which. Um, in there, it needs to be led by like, either Karl Franz or the leader of the Reichsguard, which is basically the Grand Master. Uh, but what that does allow me to do is it lets me take uh, two great sword units. And that's sort of why I'm going that one. Nice. Yeah, I'll I like Especially that. given in sixth, when charging the great swords will still strike first, which is amazing. Yes, it makes them pretty, pretty nice. And, uh, pretty scary proposition. Well, that's it. Uh, so, yeah, then. What I'm planning on doing is having the Grandmaster actually, like, in my, my bigger lists, count as Ottilia herself. And is that Ottilia the third? The third in, in this time, that's right. Um, then what, what I thought would be cool is we, we got some uh, some lovely tents the other week. As, uh, people yes, they, they're on their way. I can't so wait it. for them. <laughs> so um, what, what I'm doing is Ottilia the third, I'm, I'm sort of basing her off Ottilia the first, who... Actually got out with her knights, got stuck into battle, all that sort of thing. Uh, put herself on the front lines. Um, so yeah, I figured what we'd do is I'll use those tents as like her pavilion and make yep. it that that's you know out the army. That's where she is, and around it. Back. That's right. So around it, everybody wants to obviously protect her. Um, so the terrain effect will be one extra combat res, twenty units fighting uh, partially within the bounds of of those tents. Didn't want to go just flat unbreakable. Well, I, I thought about it honestly. I didn't know what it meant. Uh, then I, I realized I wasn't. What it meant. <laughs> yeah, I, I just realized I wasn't a cunt, and uh, <laughs> one of my, one of my uh, fellow player to have some fun. Shots fired! <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, no, no. Matt's coming out swinging. Too, Jesus! I love you too, Matt. <laughs> I love you, man. I think I've got to go <laughs> Yeah, so I like how you start off as uh, I gotta have the the most professional army and also fuck all you cunts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, better than everybody else. <laughs> Just, you're so savage. Oh. 
Uh, I digress. Uh, yes, I wanted it to be something small. Something doesn't really matter too much. I like it. And um, it'll be useful, like, if you put that with... Is it a war banner? Or what's that fucking awesome banner yeah. that Empire gets, which is, like, you double your um ranks? Yeah, it's not quite as good as that, but, uh, yeah, I think it's a Griffin standard, possibly. Yeah, That's so, it, yeah. But Griffin this... standard, little plus one. Hmm. Uh, this one's like, kind of like you're having the war banner, as you just said, uh, around that area. That's pretty cool. And it makes sense. Like, you know, they're going to fight harder um, if the, you know, if that's getting to Atelier's sort of, you know, private quarters, you know what I mean? That's right. Probably probably could have been Unbreakable, but, you know. <laughs> Maybe a bubble. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to change it if everyone's cool with that. 12-inch <laughs> bubble of Unbreakable. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you got for your unit? So I had a look into a bit of the fluff, and there were sort of two two main standouts. One was a unit called the Terries, which um, discussed a little bit. They were little guys that, like, tunnel... tunnel so basically, Telebeklin, capital's Telepheim. It's in a, a meteor crater. And so there's only one proper pass through it, but things like Skaven and Goblins and that will, like, bury into it, dig into it, you know, thieves, that sort of thing. So a little, a little unit then goes around... Um, through all those holes and finds them and kills them, that sort of thing. But um, looking into it a bit further, they actually have a lot of dwarves and halflings in there mixed in oh. with very short dudes. Okay. And didn't really think that would fit aesthetically, so went for the other main one. It's called the um, Telebaston Guard, which is like the, the guys who garrison the main fortress leading up. So if you guys recall in Lord of the Rings Return of the King, when you've got the... Uh, the Rohirrim army down the bottom and um, Aragorn and when he meets Alrond at the top and there's that sort of winding road all the way up. Mm-hmm. That's sort of where that, that uh, castle sits, Talabaston. Um So yeah, a lot of those guys are expert crossbowmen and pride themselves in their accuracy in that. And so I figured what I'd do is give them the rule where um, putting them into special, paying an extra four points per model, that ballistic will go from three to four. Pretty good. Four, uh, four points in oh, Rusty. Uh, that's sort of what we had over in the um, the right-hand panel of the sheet. Oh, they were very broad, um, thrown-out bits. Um, I suppose, so what... I'm just looking at pricing. It's five points for a marksman, generally. And a marksman is just an extra dude with one extra ballistic skill, isn't it? With the option to, yeah, take the uh, special weapons and stuff. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I think four, three or four points would be fair. It's only, like, it's a single unit of crossbowmen. Yeah, that's it. So probably ten dudes at most. So if you guys are happy with three, I mean, I'll, I reckon, I reckon three would be fair. What do you reckon, gang? I reckon you're making concessions that when we get to your bullshit rules, you can like slide them through. Why the fuck <laughs> do you think I put myself last, man? <laughs> well, no, but I think the, uh, three for one unit. I honestly don't know. Yeah. Like we can always change it if it's like two OP. Like I, yeah, yeah. I do yeah, for sure. It's not set in stone, but yeah, I think yeah, three points is fine. What's that, 11 points of crossbowmen? Yeah, 11 points. Give him a light armor upgrade for one point if you want. What do you yeah, awesome. Because, you know, they're the, the fancy guard bros. Thoughts, game? Yeah, well, 11 points is about the same as a pistolier, so, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. A bit better shots, a bit of armor wouldn't hurt, you know, better than nothing. Yeah, that's it. Given the amount of crossbows and handguns, though, probably light up. It's fucking useless in these. Uh... I mean, there might be some archers, <laughs> maybe. They're, they're, I, I got some archers. I got some archers. Here we go, man. Paid for myself. Paid for myself. 
<laughs> Love it. That's it. And um, so I was trying to come up with my own uh, special magic item uh, for the army. And then um, just like looking at, at all the different options, I think we had a, a little bit of a discussion. Mm. I think what I'll, I'm just going to do is count. So basically, Atelier the first, she used a mace. And so that, that's what the weapon will be. But I'm just going to use the rules of the Sorg of Sig- Sword of Sigismund, which um, mm-hmm. is, is basically plus one strength uh, and always strikes first. Yep. That's not bad. Yeah, okay. And I think just re- refluffing an existing item is fine as well. It makes life easy. That's it. I think they even encouraged it in the back of the book. For I think it might have been the Marienburg book. Uh-huh. Or one of the, yeah. not the Marienburg, but the Marienburg entry. It's like, you know, you can't use them but you can if you refluff them. And I was just like, oh, full job. Like, you know, thank you, old G-Dub. Yeah, it's part of the Mary Mug list. So, I mean, like, you just rename everything. So they're not big on Sigmar, so you just have to change it to be, you know, the Man. fish of doom or something like that, as opposed to <laughs> Sigmar's hammer. Yep. No, you can't collect accounts. You have to call me you know, the Bergeronese or something like that, or the, the Burgermeister, I think is the Burgermeister. Burgermeister is like, I think they're, they're like the, the merchanty bros or something, aren't they? Yeah, yeah they're like the nobles, yeah. Well, not the nobles, they're kind of like the equivalent of nobles for the merchants. They sort of rise up to that level. Yeah, money nobles instead of blood nobles, if you will. Mm. He's a king model for that. The, uh, the Jeff Bezos of uh, the Empire world. <laughs> God, fucking Jeff Bezos. Did they make a dick plane? Was it Be- Bezos that made the dick plane? I think so, yeah. 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 Well, I think that's an awesome lineup there, Grilling. I think I like it a lot. Thank you. Boom, boom. Uh, nice and balanced. I, yeah, I don't think a unit of light armored ballistic skill through four crossbowmen are going to blow the blow the world away. Oh my god, it will mean though you'll have a ballistic skill five uh, marksman or whatever he's called. You better you better come up with a cool name for him though. Good call. Like Take you him. know, Telebastan Sentinel. Boom. Oh, doing it for me, man. Enjoy royalty free. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who we got next? Nuln. Because that's apparently how you pronounce it according to the audiobook. Nuln. Oh, no. Oh, no. I've always been like, Nuln. Yeah, Nuln. 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 Nuln, apparently. Very, very, it could just be the, the uh, very English um, reader dude. Um, all right, so that would be a Chris. What do you got? Yeah, so I kind of blew, my, blew the first part of my load before, obviously. Um, jumping the gun. Sorry, colours. Um, yeah, so known. So um, you know, sort of going into the to the firearms prowess, which I thought was quite cool. Um, yeah, so as I said before, going into like the the the, the USR is master marksman. So I've gone for poison attacks on ranged weapons only, um, which kind of which Matt kind of shot himself the other day, thinking that I was intending on taking killing blow. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "No, nah, man, I'm I'm not that much of a dick." Uh, Does poisoned still convey strength and AP? Nah, so I think it, it just auto wounds on a six to hit. So, yeah, yeah, to hit. So um, it said yeah, no sort of busted shit is like killing blow, which you know, if you wound on a six, then it ignores armor and instant death. So it gets pretty yeah, pretty, pretty quick that, that side of things. Killing blow. Um, yeah. But um, you know, like the poison. Um, I don't think it. Yeah, like the only thing it sort of really does is give you that that auto hit. You know, the auto win. Like the, the auto win on the hit. So. Would you be maybe uh, better served with just reroll ones to shooting attacks, or gunpowder based attacks? I'd say. See, look, 
I don't like obviously now like with the whole being sort of delved into you know 40k the whole re-roll shit just gets really out of hand real quick having to pick out more dice at the end of it all is just you know I'll fucking I'll roll 10 dice if I hit with them cool take them away and just ruin it and just roll them again for wound. it's mm. it, it, it gets pretty cumbersome you know, re-rolling shit and remembering what's going to re-roll what doesn't re-roll it's just I would probably go it's poisoned attacks for gunpowder based weaponry only though no one's not known for its archers you had the time period there's no gunpowder yeah. anyway well you, you would call it poison <laughs> like it's, it's uh, like they're, they're marksmanship you know they're just better at marksmanship they just happen to wound on a six it's, it's a poison rule I guess you would say but you know it's just down to having better gunpowder or better marksman, I would say. Oh, definitely. I'm just. I'm. I'm not saying they're they're poisoning their bullets or bows. I'm just saying you'd probably just yeah. for known it would just be gunpowder. Oh yeah. yeah, maybe they're wrapping the balls of the muskets and shit so they didn't infect. That's poison. That worked. Would wouldn't, that, wouldn't the heat burn it all off? Like, well, I've never tried it. I mean, who knows? <laughs> never loaded the musket up and just wiped a little bit of something gross on the ball. Actually, my dad has a musket, so maybe I can try that next time I go home. There you go. Well, what are you, what are you going to shoot? You're going to shoot someone with a like a poisoned musket ball to see if it affects them. <laughs> just this ball to put your hand out. I mean, somebody on a fucking boat. Yeah. Fucking boots. Fucking musket. Here you go. Just this ball to do the jizz. It got so dark. I'm sorry, Chris. Go back to your turn real quick. <laughs> it always does. It always does. All right. So yeah, I reckon poison attacks. Like it sounds weird, but I get the intention of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's fine. What do we think, boys? Yeah. Sounds fluffy. Yeah. I, don't yeah. I think it's pretty cool and fluffy. Or, yeah. It's a cool idea. Easy. Um. All right, um terrain piece. Yeah. So following on, yeah, like with um, so the terrain piece being an armory, um, which will grant any unit. Uh, partially within, which I haven't read that, written that down there, but um, it gives them quick fire, so fire twice if they remain stationary for state troops only. Um, so, you know, like, they just be your handgunners, uh, which is really the only unit that uses fucking gunpowder. Um, so quick fire, yeah, so that's, um, I thought it's pretty useful, not busted, per se, unless you guys think otherwise, because I'm, you know, that guy. Well, it's not unbreakable, so it's better. Or a 12 inch bubble. Um, I'm just thinking, how wide is the unit of guys? Can I just like free all these like terrain rules? Does it affect the, Does it affect the other army as well? Because that that was what my interpretation was that like if another army gets within it, they kind of getting the buff. Oh, I never thought of it that way. Um, cause it wouldn't make sense for it or like. It's interesting. It's an interesting concept. It's I mean, that's what's really often I heard like Matt's fuck around here is because I'm okay. like, yeah, but we wouldn't get it. But then like with an armory, like if you take control of that, you're going to get bonus, you know? That's a possibility. Um, I wouldn't think that they uh, benefit anyone just because like the reason, for instance, with Matt, they're fighting harder because, you know, they're, they're queen. protecting their queen and it would yeah, yeah. Shit if both sides got plus one combat rates. <laughs> Just cancel it out. Um, yeah. I would say that it's that just for the the owning player. You know, like I think that's probably the easiest way. Okay, I might need a rework one. Dude, yours yeah. looks fine. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I have no idea, man. I don't... Um, okay, no worries. Um, I'm pretty so sure. The, um, is, 
So you're essentially giving you're giving them multi shot. I'm pretty sure does multi shot in the main. I know in multi shot in um in Mordheim put you in a neg one to hit on the second shot or something. I believe so. I'd be tempted to just give you know any unit cool. there has got multi shot too, but it's neg to hit because you know if they're firing their gun, hurling it down, picking up another one, they're not you know sighting it if you know what I mean. I mean, I take 20, 25 plus to hit shots over 10, or oh, sorry, four plus to hit or something still. It's not bad. Mm. Yeah, doubling the amount at a harder hit's probably better. And you don't have to. You could always just take the the longer, you know, the slower, easier shot. Yeah, so you can you know, be a bit more precise than just roll as normal. Yeah, just give me two seconds just to find multi-shot. Wish me luck, guys, going into the 6th edition rulebook trying to find something. <laughs> oh, do you, do you want to cut to a break? Yeah, Jesus. I'm not going to look it up. Um, Yeah, I'd probably just, what, like, fire twice at Neg 1 to hit or something. Yeah? Yeah, that's yeah, reasonable. Nice, yeah. Like that. nice to see you. Because they're, they're not doing two shots out of the uh the old muzzle-loading musket. They're hurling that musket aside, and imagine there's a bunch of, I don't know, street urchins, you know, filling them back up. So, yeah. yeah I like that. You get the option of doing the normal one so you get a better shot, or if you want to double it up and mass fire. So. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because at that point, like, if you're firing at long range and stuff, you're probably like, oh, I'm better off taking just the one shot and actually being able to hit. Like, yeah. Yeah. But then and there's a, a barreling into the knights. Fucking bang. Yeah, just, just put as many up. rounds down range and hope for the best. Hmm. Oh, shit. Was, um, was, it, was it you, Nick, that was saying, yeah, you should probably just change it up? Because I had it before. It's just any any ranged unit. Yeah, I'd go gunpowder again, just to really yeah, yeah, so lead into it. Um, would that work? I I feel that wouldn't work for stand and fire though. Yeah, probably not. That yeah, because that would be devastating. <laughs> You'd need to really flank them. All right, cool. So that's just in the shooting phase. They fire twice and they're going to hit. Boom, easy. I like it. So the proposed unit would be non the null noon iron sights. Um, doing so like a little bit of reading during the like during the week. Uh, which sort of came across these guys. Actually, that that seem pretty cool. They're just like they're the specialist um, from the from the gunnery school. Um, the bees and knees of of marksmen, essentially. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so they based off handgunners plus one ballistic shield, like similar to Matt's um, Matt's guys. Yep. Um, I was reading like they can carry they they they're sort of equipped with heavy armor, which I thought was yes. quite cool. Um, yeah, so I've put on there, you know, so plus four points per model, mm-hmm. and then plus two points for the heavy armor to take that. So, well, that's three points given we've given Matt three Correct. points for plus one BS, yeah, and yeah, two points for heavy armor sounds about right. Yeah, I thought, um, I thought it's fluffy, fits with the thing, um, and they'll obviously just fit into a special slot so they won't benefit from the quick fire, which they'd be pretty, pretty busted. Um, yeah, and I didn't get around to doing a magic movement because I only read that before the. But like before the yeah. cast, when you put out, it's like, oh, you know, get this shit ready. It's like, hang on a fucking minute. <laughs> it's always the uh, the Wednesday night rush. <laughs> Whether it's jotting some stuff in or trying to finish some models. <laughs> I'm right. That's I said I'm writing mine as we speak. Are you gonna are you gonna put it in the spreadsheet so we can all actually read it while you while no, you? No, I want to drop it. I want to drop it on you as uh, surprises, and then I'll put it in the spreadsheet. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. All right. I have. Um, Many serious ideas. Oh, I imagine. All right. Uh, <laughs> serious Auckland, yes. Oh, sorry. Any more, Chris? 
Yeah, so I think I hope that sort of touches on on how Nam would operate. So no, I like it. I like the armory. Um, I like the uh, yeah master marksman. Yeah, I think it's good. Really leans into their shtick, and I don't think it's going to be particularly bent. No, I got no. No, I mean poisoned fucking weapons with fucking bows too. Yeah, cool. Sorry, right, we'll get our fifteen <laughs> listeners to write in and tell us their thoughts. You know how it is. Yeah, standard. Yep. Um, all right. Excellent. I like the gnome. I like the bent of the gnome. Now, Hockland. Is it Hockland? Is it Hotchland? Whatever you want, baby. I can call you Susan for you, okay? Yeah, yeah. Tell me Susan it is. Um, so, USR. Um, so, just to preface everything, I guess, based off the conversation last week, the way I kind of wanted to take the list to make it different was kind of really play on their skirmishing law mm-hmm. and about them kind of retreating into the, the woods to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I looked at the USR, um, I kind of got lazy and I saw Matt was taking two great swordsmen, so I just thought I'd take two lots of huntsmen. But I don't know if that's shit. I'm just thinking about the skirmishing nature of them. You know what I think would be kind of cool for your guys? Mm. And like this would probably be used. You could maybe. I'm not sure which way would tie it, and that's why we have this this you know forum on it. But could you give your guys maybe like plus one to rally on a flee, um, you know, on a flee move? Because like if you're skirmishing, you know, you're firing at them, they're running at you, running back into the trees and shit. Could you give your guys like, or maybe it maybe it could just be just skirmisher units, so your archers, your huntsmen and shit, um, and just give them plus one on the rally if they've fleed as a charge reaction, if that makes sense. Yeah, see, once I get to 2K list, I was thinking of taking, there's like a silver horn or something that they blow. Yeah. Um, it's a magic item. I think it's like 45 points and it just like, re, like re-rallies trips. That's cool. Yeah, and I thought it was like super fluffy. So I kind of wanted to put that on the general or someone and just have it like, or people flee, blow that to re-rally everyone. Is it a one use only? I'm not sure, man. I can't remember. Um, I just remember reading it in the rules, and I know that they went to war with, like, another province based over the use of the horn on their flag. So so it really ties into their law. So I'm like, I need to get that in once I've got the units to actually need it. <laughs> That's awesome. Really? Yeah. Somebody put the horn on their flag, and these guys are like, fuck that. My That's fucking awful. horn. Yeah, fuck Earth, yeah. That's exactly about it. That's so fucking cool. <laughs> I love that, the, okay, the silver horn. The elegant hunting horn contains a potent spell. Friends who hear its note are filled with courage. So the horn may cast its spell once per magic phase. The spell requires no power dice. All the power is acquired by the horn itself. All friendly units that are fleeing anywhere on the battle. Fuck, that is awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's Shit. And it's power level five as well. So that means someone's going to use two dice on it no matter what. Holy oh. shit, that's really good for 45 points. Yeah, so I was going to run that on someone just because it, it's fluffy as being that on one. Cool. Yeah, all right. Well, yeah. That, uh, that, don't ignore my... And at 45 points, then you can just hurl it onto any cocksucker. But yeah, like um, USR-wise, I'm happy like with fucking anything that will tie into like the skirmishing idea. Um, I don't care what it is. Like the problem is too, like when we get down to the unique troops, having skirmishes is probably not going to be a great idea. Uh, skirmishes are good. They're great. They're fine. Yeah, but when I get to my unique group, they're probably going to fuck me. Um, 
They should. Like, I'm just looking at your unique unit. Um, skirmish. The only issue is like if skirmishes are good, like they're neg one to hit. They don't have any facings. I'm pretty sure. Like as long as they don't go into combat, they're great. Yeah. So we actually had some discussion in the chat group pre my unit, which I haven't filled out in the forum, which were like some pretty fun rules. Yep. Um. So I'll go into that. Okay. We'll go through um, the lot. Then we'll, we'll go through the lot. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, that's the USR. Um, the next thing was the terrain element. So um, in the law, like, they're meant to be really well known for their venison, mm-hmm. um, which is like a primary export, but, like, everyone kind of claims that it's never as good as when it's cooked under, like, the Hopland sky. Okay. So I thought it'd be cool to have, like, a campsite where they kind of got that cooking, like, on a Richie 3 or something. Um, and then I just had that giving out stubborn. But I thought that would be to anybody near it because like it's just kick ass because everyone likes some venison yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) i can get around that if you're happy with that but um honestly i care like yeah i'm happy to play fluffy man yeah um yeah Yeah. yeah. people are like so there's gonna be actual battlefield objectives but now fuck this i'm gonna steal tommy's fucking deer beef jerky's fucking off the hook yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm okay if um yeah I'm happy with your uh, your woodland camp. You know, Bambi causes everyone to become stubborn. Yeah, yeah. I just thought yeah, it's kind of something cool. So I don't know how good stubborn is or anything. Like once again, I've never played this edition. I haven't really played rank and point before, so I, I really don't know. Like when I'm making up rules, I'm kind of just guesstimating. I guess it's definitely nice, but it's not unbreakable. I guess yeah, exactly. It's not not unbreakable. Um, stubborn is just the way it is in um 30k, dude. Um, it's just no negative modifiers to your leadership when you lose battle uh, combat. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of makes sense, I guess. Yeah. It's very like given that you just said like you know the empire went to war over the fucking horn motif. It's very yeah. empire as well for two units to be duking it out over this fucking you know deer on a rotisserie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I for one love it. I love it. That's amazing. <laughs> Um, and then for the unique, whatever it is, unit, um, specific unit, I thought it would be cool to have them because I've kind of got the giant in my list and I've kind of played into them using the beasts in the woods against the enemies to kind of, uh, um, contain the anonymity in the conflict. Um, I thought it'd be cool to chuck in like a unit of ambushing beastmen into the unit. Um, So it was just going to be like gauze or something. I don't like. I don't care. Like once again, I don't care what kind of beastman unit it is. I just think it's really fluffy and fun. Yep. Um, and then we had a look at like the actual ambushing unit, um, rules for beastmen, and I think it was like on a one. Byron would know better, but it's like a one or a two or something like that. They just like appear on a random board edge, um, rather than where you want them to come in. Um, oh, sorry, were you trying to do the the eighth edition ones? I showed you two of the eighth edition and the sixth. No, 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 the sixth. So the sixth was they like scattered. I think you roll a scatter dice and they come in wherever, like the yeah, arrow so points. Yeah, the 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 middle. Yeah, I'll have a look. Yeah. Now, so what we're going to do is give the beastmen frenzy, and also make them not part of my army. So if they come in near my army, they're going to fucking hit my army. Well, it's it like you don't like you can give them frenzy because that just means they have to charge the nearest unit. Well, they can charge any unit, but it means they're going to hit like a fucking ton of bricks. Um, yeah, yeah, they hit. yeah. But we're gonna, yeah. You could probably, you could probably just honestly just say they charge the nearest unit. 
that's what it was going to be. So, like, it would be if it's me, it's going to be me. Like, if they scatter badly. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, which I like clockwise. But we're going to use, instead of their leadership, we're going to use my general's leadership. Where does the leadership the come from? So for the roll, when they ambush in, you're rolling the test against the leadership of the unit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So you'd use the leadership of uh, Tommy's unit, or Tommy's general because he's leading them around. And so it's still a possibility to fail, but not as much as a beastman unit would fail. But generally, yeah. because they're such good trackers, you'd assume they kind of show up where they want them to. But yeah. very rarely they kind of spawn in a random spot and then fucking cause chaos against everybody. We're reading the ambushing rules now. Please talk amongst yourselves. I'm reading this. It's not good podcast. Yeah. So, like, when, <laughs> when I um, was saying that, I, like, I was concerned about getting more skirmishes in, it's because of the scattering. Like, if they yeah. scatter, yeah. Like, <laughs> scatter, well, they, 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 they just flee. They just flee away from them. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like the idea of uh, you tracking in Beastman. I think it's really cool. And like I was trying to say to you before, like it really depends um, how good you want your trackers to be. Like Ungors are very stupid, so they seem easy mani- to manipulate. But if you think your guys are really good, you could lead on Gores as well. Like that, that would be, make sense as well. It's just sort of you know how tough you want them to be. Gores are probably easier because they're more in line with humans. I think in profile, I have to double check. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy to take whatever, man. I don't mind. Six edition is yeah. Um, you pass leadership test. They come on a board edge. You want them to. Um, if you fail, you roll a scatter dice in the middle of the table and follow the arrow um, to determine the point on the table edge where the unit enters. Yeah, so just you can just go those ones. And yeah, I think using your general's leadership is fine because it's like oh well, you know, did you did you lead them on from the right flank? Yeah, yeah, sir, sure, yeah, the right flank. It's yeah, they're, they're going to come on there. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I thought it was pretty fair. And like when you look at that too, like normally in the basement army, you got like multiple units doing that. Yep. So you're going to get some where you want them, some where you don't. So I thought it kind of balanced it out. Um, yeah. Nothing that's cool. But it seemed really fun. It seemed really fun. Uh, I like the idea of them, uh, like the, the Blood Hunt not working, because the guy's just sort of sitting there. It's like, Jimmy, are you wafting the venison again? Oh, yeah, man, get that fucking venison smoke. You What's fucking the, idiot. The, is, is, <laughs> the, is the German dude Jamaican? Was that a, like a Jamaican <laughs> accent? <over> the venison? <laughs> oh, yeah, man, get the venison. Like, Jesus. I'm trying to be inclusive. Cool <laughs> runnings. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, I like it. I think that's cool, as. Cool. All right. So just take a random beast herd. Mm-hmm. Well, you just like there's just the general gore unit you can take, can't you? There's a bit of bit of all. Yeah, yeah. I figured I'd just take that unless like there was like some kind of uh, group consensus that it was no good or something. But yeah, that seems nice. I mean, you get your your mixture of gores and ungores, and yeah, get it's your, like you've with shields and dudes with two hand weapons if you want, or weapons and shields. Be sick. Mm-hmm. You've just like lured this little pack off from the main herd, sort of thing. Yeah, I think that works do, better. Do we need to like restrict the size to a certain amount or something? Or oh, yeah. it's, it's a single yeah, unit. Yeah, sweet. Um, you know, like it's. I'm just looking for like, oh guys, I kitted this unit out. It's gonna fuck face. Oh, it's it's appeared next. Oh no, oh no, it's rolling up the fucking skirmish line. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. That's fantastic. I love it. That's great. Cool. That's a thumbs up from me. Sweet. All right. Yes. Done. Easy. 
I want to play Tommy every game. Um, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Tommy. That just means you'll have to play me. Um, oh, all right. Middenland. Klez? How are you going? So I've written these in the last five minutes. Um, Shocking. They need a bit of workshopping. Uh, it was a bit difficult because I'm playing a list where it's already a, a unique list. Um, so it, from Storm of Chaos, it already has a whole heap of its own stuff. So look, it's what a bit rules more of a thought, add? It's more of a thought exercise than anything. And to be honest, I don't see myself using any of it, but uh, we'll see how it goes. So what do you want me to start with? What would you? Where would you like me to go? Posed USR is number one. Sure, let's do that. I have Will of the White Wolf. Well, the entire arm is unbreakable because I just thought that was funny. <laughs> uh, how about a 12-inch bubble of each unit is unbreakable? Uh, I, I'd still like to argue for the entire army. Um, it's canon law. Um, <laughs> we are very strong. Okay, if I can't have entire army unbreakable, can I have entire army stubborn? Sure. Easier than I thought. I don't actually know what it does. Um, Do you have no, a, a uh, decent USR? <laughs> pardon? Do you have a decent... Oh, they got that hatred, don't they? Who? Who's got hatred? I've got hatred um, of um, things that are shit. leadership six or less. Dude, you laugh. That's my entire army. Like, yeah, <laughs> I know. For some people, it's great. Against humans, it's like, eh, it's whatever. But yes, we do kind of have... It's not It's not them. It's their, their leaders and any units that they join have hatred okay. people who have leadership six or less. So um, I actually kind of think something like that, some kind of will of the white wolf, I don't know, maybe an immune to psych or maybe immune to panic or something like that. Um, I know that's kind of massive. So that's where it needs to be workshopped down um, to something more palatable rather than army wide or a 12 inch bubble unbreakable. Um, I think what you could do in that scenario, I'm just thinking, cause I'm thinking about like the storm of chaos lists and shit. It could be something like if a unit is taken at its max size or something, it is. Ooh. 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 And I suppose it would only have to be able to apply... If a unit is taken at its max size and it is a wearer of the White Wolf cloak. So it's not like my uh, my hordes of four-point... Um, Peasants, yeah, or Warriors dog. of Auric with dual weapons or great weapons um, are now fucking unbreakable or whatever we give them. So that's kind of where I'm thinking there. Um, some kind of play on that concept that, you know, we've got a bit of, we're hard, hardy, tough, strong motherfuckers from the north. Um, apart from our peasants who just die as well. Dinedros. Cool. Yeah, I think that would be doable, like something to that effect. Um, but yeah, just if you take the units of full size to represent sort of, you know, you know, we're pretty yeah. tough and hard, but when we're surrounded by like 50 of our tough and hard bros, we, you know, don't give a Comrades shit at all. in arms and all that jazz. You're backing up the room, sorry. Oh, oh, you're howling mad. That'll happen once in a full moon. Oh. Mind if you go to a break, man. I think you ever did it. <laughs> he's, he's working on it. You can hear the gears going. Um, my terrain no. piece. So... Um, my terrain piece, I'm thinking of something along the lines of um, the fires of Uruk, or the fire of Uruk is something that is incredibly important. It's something that we, uh, part of the prophecy is that, you know, Middenheim will never fall if the fires of Uruk are burning. 
Um, <clears throat> so I'm thinking kind of like a terrain piece, kind of like a, a brazier or maybe like some braziers that you could potentially purchase um, and add, add into the army at a points cost. Um, and again, within a 12-inch bubble, they provide unbreakable. Um, but more so, I'm thinking maybe within... And a, a unit within X, Y, and Z, whatever we make it, uh, maybe gets a bit of a leadership bump, maybe a bit of a an immune to fear because they're um, spurred on by the blazing inferno of Ulrich and their heartstrings are just fucking pumping up. But I'm also thinking that if at the end of the game, there's not a... If there's, at the end of the game, if there's a unit, an enemy unit um, inside that area of effect and no friendly unit to contest it then it's like oh my god you pieces of shit you've lost the flames of Ulrich so it's like lose 20 VP for each one I think you could maybe have I'm just trying to think you could have like your little 6x6 terrain piece which has got a couple of braziers set up and then you could have any models within that are at plus one leadership for fear and terror checks maybe Within though, I mean, like you're gonna have like sticks of brazers, brazers sitting around there, and you gotta try and fit a block on that. So that's gonna be tough to do, man. Magnetize that shit, bro. Yeah, have you seen Corey, <laughs> the master of white contrast? <laughs> um, but I think maybe something like that, and then yeah, I think if you lose it, you're then at negative one for those, you know, because they've been snuffed out. Potentially, but like, is that just negative one? Like, if I'm in that area, because I'm in that area, then I technically haven't lost it. So then, does my whole army just become negative one? I imagine if, like, if there that's is more enemy, thought, more like enemy models losing, in the terrain piece. Yeah, that's where I kind of thought like losing VP would be like a a thing is like an end game sort of thing. Going, you motherfuckers, you, you, how could you lose the flames of Ulrich? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, bad, bad wolfies. Roll up newspaper, etc. Yeah, just whack him in the nose. Um, yeah, you could you could convey it to a victory point thing, or you could convey it to like a negative on the field. You know, just something different. Just going with you know some different things. Just throwing out some different kind of vibes and energies. What do we think? Got a fully specialized list anyway, so. I, I like it being some kind of army wide thing. Like while it's active, the whole army gets something and. If you take it, it's like a negative at that point. That's that's kind of cool. I don't know what that would be. You know, like plus one leadership. That seems a bit hard. Oh, like plus one leadership is nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like just tossing stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I think if like you capture it, it should be like the negative should be worse than the positive they're getting for holding it. Yeah, I'd yeah. agree because yeah, like that's it's very important. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm coming from. So, and. I don't know. I, I again, have not having played a single game of this, I don't know yeah. how many points is big or small um, in the grand scheme of things or whatnot, but... I think VP, uh, if I'm pretty sure it's like 8th, so it's points destroyed differential, and then that converts to your, like, 10-10 score, if that makes sense. So, we can workshop it. I think that's uh, that's kind of where we're at. You could I, I actually I do like the idea of like the VP. I think it's like really unique and really cool. You could make it even so that like not holding it at the end of the turn, but if the enemy is in control of it, i.e. has more people in it than you, they're able to raise it. And like it doesn't matter, they can do it like turn two, turn three, whatever. And then it does its effect. So you always have to have people there guarding it. Oh, that would suck. Mm. 
but then you can like then it kind of warrants having like a reasonable buff applied to it because you're having to have dedicate people to it. So the flame flame of Ulrich, like yeah, it will never fall as long as it's here. It sounds stubbornish, but we're getting a lot of stubborn. <laughs> stubborn just sort of lends itself as a hey, I want a universal special rules. Stubborn. Yeah. Um, it means you won't get many decisive combats. Um, you could, yeah, it's a, that's definitely put some ideas down. That one's a workshopper, but I like the the basic premise of it. I think we just play it and, and let, let it ride and see what happens. I mean, at the end of the day, as I said, this is just for kicks for me because I've got a fully specialized army anyway. Um, but I think it could be. I still like it. I think it's cool. Something to do. Equipment. I really couldn't come up with anything. I was thinking of doing some kind of cloak that might be like a, a cloak of a, a wolf or a cloak, cloak of a white wolf. Which <laughs> just, you know, it really makes sense, but it's just so fucking basically obvious. But it might be like a. A plus one armor save, and then maybe I don't know what the fucking wolf would it, the thing would inspire. Um, no, no, I've got one. Here we go. Like, um, albino olfen. Oh, fuck what they call the olfen wear cloak. And it's like you've killed a fucking white werewolf. Boom, gives the wearer fear. I don't mind that. That's I mean, cool. Done. Motherfucker, homeboy went and killed a werewolf. He, 10 points. I, I don't want to fight that cocksucker. Like, the other thing you could do is like, like do the brazier into like the item instead of. Or is it a brazier or a mantia? It's a brazier's. Yeah. <laughs> calm. Official sponsors. Stuck again. I've got to go help her out. Bloody <laughs> washing machines and dryers, dear God. You get plus three shards and all stepmoms. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Fuck. Blake yourself, Dan. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> sorry, Tommy. No, no, that's it. Um, and then I've got my my unit. Um, as I said, I get I get a lot of already special units uh, in this thing, so I thought I'll just have a look and see what I can come with. I was toying around with maybe like more of a character, maybe like a banner bearer, um, just with some kind of thing. But I've settled on... Um, veteran Knights Panther. So these are Knights Panther that remember the good old days. And... <laughs> Do they have red armbands? <laughs> um, hang on, excuse me. Um, so yeah, so these are... <laughs> these are Knights Panther that <laughs> oh, keep digging, keep digging. That, that remember, remember what it was like, what it was like to be a true Knights Panther. Um, oh, prior, no helping. No helping. Prior, yeah. prior to you know the the empire saying, "Hey, what you're doing is not cool." Here's some imperial <laughs> edicts. Stop that. Um, <laughs> these are the grizzled. These are the grizzled old veterans. So, um, I don't know a Knights Panther stat line. Funnily enough, it's not in the Middenheim book, Matt. If you happen to know whatever it is off the top of your head, but they're a bit strength or knights, I'd say. <laughs> Yeah, so we might play in the veteran thing. They're getting a bit old. Um, so we might, you know, drop a stat here, drop a stat there, something like that. Um, we, I, I think they're going to get stubborn because they're just set in their ways. Um, <laughs> Do they have, like, hatred, you know? Uh, funny! You should bring that up, Nick. Um, Maybe the colour of the bases, man. They yeah, have... They the black rims. <laughs> 
I have a spe- I have a special rule. Um, God, it's I'm, not I'm that still special. toying around. I'm still toying around with the name. But I'm kind of saying I'm kind of. Stop it! Stop I'm glad this isn't live. No, I'm going. <laughs> you can do it. No, I'm just kind of thinking, like you know, uh, I, I'm just imagining like a conversation between one of these vets and one of the old younger vets going. And the older vet going, just just reminiscing, um, reminiscing, you know, just saying, just finishing with things were better back in my day. And that's their special rule. And it'll confer to, you know, hatred against specific enemies. Um, oh. <laughs> How specific? <laughs> uh, what I think it might be is, I think it might be like a... Like a, like like you just go across the units. Just, oh you, God! You go across you go you go across the units um, of the enemy of the opponent, right? And you roll oh. the dice, and the one with the highest dice roll. I hate that motherfucker. Um, you know, because I don't know where you guys thought I was going with that, but I thought maybe just you know being able to confer <laughs> hatred against a particular, maybe like you know preferred enemy or whatever it is, like against a particular type of thing. Um. So, what what do you think? What are your thoughts? Um, it took a turn back. <laughs> uh, uh, um, just is there, a way to, is there a way to release our podcast in the nineteen sixties? <laughs> yeah, we'll be laughing. <laughs> well, I say, Judith, listen to these guys. They know what they're on about. No, I don't know what I'm going to do about the banner. Maybe more of a symbol. (laughs) 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 It's a panther. (laughs) Do you mean the German tank? No, they can't call it a German tank. They wouldn't have like a German tank. That's silly. Well, it sounded pretty Germanic. Um, you're being, you're being flexible. That could work. No, <laughs> I actually didn't hear what you said, Byron. Sorry. That's all right. Um, but yeah, I might workshop that a little bit more. Yeah, yeah you do that. You got it. All right, all right. Uh, with that said, the uh. This segment's getting a little bit long in the tooth. Maybe cut and do the rest after a break. We've literally got two to go. Just thinking about the bot. It has. All right, we'll we'll cut and then we'll come back just in case that bot. All right. Your disease in the jungle 
Welcome to the jungle, watch it bring you to your knees, knees. Uh, I wanna watch you bleed. didn't shit itself or so we hope uh, we'll find out when the actual episode comes out um, but we'll be running on to our final two people in their empire shenaniganry challenge now I have completely and utterly and I've refound my excel sheet all right so next up we have Byron with Marienburg all right so I go for something a bit more inclusive anyways Let's see here <laughs> all right Marienburg, so we are the rich, democratic, capitalist assholes. So uh, for USR, I actually want the USR to actually more of a negative. It's not really a buff to me whatsoever, but I think it's kind of cool. So the USR is called Spared No Expense, and uh, it actually means I must always take a full command or unit upgrade if possible. So I'm constantly paying for the maximum amount of stuff that I can on all my units there. Maybe not the maximum, it's full command at least, but if you can't take a full command, you have to take at least one upgrade is the idea. Yeah, like, because, like, some archer units, I think you're going to get the marksman and shit. Yeah, like, official ear, there's no command on that, so I'm automatically taking a marksman for sure. Beautiful. Love it. That is, um, I think that would be the first one that's actually a negative. <laughs> yeah, so it helps compensate some of my other stuff. <laughs> yeah, at least with the free Here it comes. So, um, <laughs> some of the stuff I would uh, kind of just, um, we'll be workshopping on here, so some of the stuff I'll just sort of put together. Uh, we'll go on to the terrain unit you want next. Yep, it's the, it's the next one on the line, so yeah, looks good. All right, so the train unit, I'll confess, I kind of slapped it together about 10 minutes ahead of time, so still kind of working on that. But the idea is it's going to be like a free market, so I've got a bunch of like little markets, uh, market stalls and stuff there from the Tablescapes or Table World, and they're really cool. So I thought like doing a little market thing that would represent, you know, the merchants and everything and, you know, the Marienburg kind of trade. And the rule for that would be uh, mercantile independence. So the rule for this is I didn't know what to do. I just looked above. Everybody is stubborn. So right now it's units within 12 inches gain stubborn. But the idea is that because they're so fiercely independent from all the nobles in the empire, and they actually almost succeed from the empire, like they're all little kind of city-state, if you get close to this area, which is close to the Marienburg Gates, 
they're they're going to be tougher or fight longer or you know gain something to kind of protect their independence is the idea the mercantile independence. So I'm not sure what kind of rule would fit best for that. All right, I'm just thinking. Did everyone else when they did those um, their things? Did everyone else sort of think of their um, terrain pieces as something that could move or be deployed before the battle, or that would you could stumble across on a battlefield? Yes, no, I thought sort of deployed before the battle. Yeah. So, Byron, are you saying we're just always fighting out the front of Marienburg? Well, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I guess it could be a wagon. I suppose that makes sense. Wagon makes perfect sense. Cool. All right. Just Wagon's cool. Yep, done. Uh, I think land ship is where your head's at. Well, well, well the beastmen are not going to have a good time with a fucking <laughs> ship. Not be like it, There's a ship and it's on land and it's freaking me out, man. It's freaking me out, man. Am I swimming on the land or is it like walking on the sea? Good time right. I'm naked. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, so a wagon of goods, I guess. You know, some, some represent merchant stuff. I was, I was really struggling for a terrain piece. I'm not sure. I might even strike it out. I mean, like, do we have to have a train piece, or does that kind of work, everybody? You don't have to. No, if you don't want one. I kind of want one. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. It's going to be a wagon of goods. Represents the mercantile independence. What's the rule for that? We're going to kind of like defend that, or be proud of it at the very least. I like honestly, man. The, I love how you're leaning into the the um, Marienburgers and stuff. They're like, I think you would love the Dogs of War Army. So the Dogs of War Army doesn't have a BSB, right? They have a fucking paymaster, and he counts as the BSB because he carries the key to like their pay coffers. Oh, uh, see, that was. <laughs> and he like just, he holds the fucking that. key, and he's like, you know, rally to me and shit, like. And I'm like, well, I want to get paid. My original idea for this wasn't a trade piece. It was just that I give my general a special role where once per turn he can make um, or allow a unit within a certain amount of inches to re-roll leadership tests. And that would be him just, you know, like, wait, don't run. I'll triple your rates. You know, like promising them more money and like kind of like roll the leadership to decide, eh, is it worth it for us, you know? Well, what you could do with this one, I'm thinking, is um, because Stubborn is just getting real boring. <laughs> yeah, Stubborn's so boring. Although we say that, the only one that's got stubborn on an actual terrain piece is Tommy, and it makes perfect sense because everyone wants the fucking bit of deer. Um, Could you do, like, I'm just trying to think, could you do, like, plus one, I I just like plus ones to rally, but plus ones to rally or something? You know, the guys are, like, fleeing, and you could have your 12-inch bubble then. As you guys are, like, fleeing backwards, they're like, oh, we're going to die. Oh, that's a shit ton of money. Like, mm, you know. Yeah, that's, uh, you could be a wagon full of money. That's actually not a bad idea, a wagon full of treasure. Um, yeah, I thought about that. I wasn't sure how good Rally was. I thought maybe that might be overpowered or not, but... Plus one uh, Rally isn't like, so what, Leadership 7 is probably pretty average mm-hmm. for humans. Um, so like, Leadership 7 plus one to Rally with a Muso means you're probably Leadership 9, but Rally means you also have fucked off. <laughs> so you have lost a combat. You're not the yeah. happiest camper. Um, and I don't think you can Rally when units are charging you and all sorts of shit like that. So I feel like plus one to Rally within maybe six inches of the terrain piece, so it's not fucking... All the board, yeah. What do you think? But I think you'd need a negative to it because I imagine, like, if you know, that's the the bit that's holding your army together. If the fucking enemy capture your sweet fat, and I think we could steal an idea from Corey is like if someone captures your uh your money train, you know, you lose victory points because your army's just going to disintegrate when no one can get paid. Oh, uh, not not stealing from my unit, stealing from my terrain piece. Yep, stealing from your terrain piece. Yeah, I don't mind that. That's kind of cool. Yeah, so yeah, they wouldn't fight without the money. That's for sure. They're not really loyal otherwise. So would we say you can name it as appropriate? But so what? Plus one to rally within six. Um, X amount the VP lost if enemy holds at the end of battle. 
What do you reckon? Sounds good to me. Yeah. Fun. If Fluffy. I'm, I'm bouncing back to Tommy's here. If the people want the venison so much, why doesn't it give them frenzy? Just fighting over that venison, not standing there stubbornly around it. You could give the, the unit that holds it stubborn, but the unit that's wanting to get it frenzy. Frenzy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy to do whatever. I, yeah, I, I, as long as it's fine, I don't care. Tommy gives zero fucks. Yeah. <laughs> we can figure that out on the day. Let's be honest, because when we actually play this day together, we'll probably all be a few beers deep, and Tommy will be like, stubborn's boring as shit. And then Corey will be like, frenzy. Just going to throw it out there. Frenzy, frenzy is where it's at. You want to protect that venison leg with all of your might. Which is why the basement have frenzy too. They can smell that venison. That's sweet, sweet <laughs> venison. Wafting, wafting in the area. Yeah, but if you put a if you put a moat around it, they're fucked. <laughs> you are first like when it gets wet. I get a shake. <laughs> oh, oh, who let the shaggy dog in? Like, bloody hell! Imagine how bad that would smell. That have wet dog so smell. But that also Even reading like the um, that have descriptions smell. of Gotrick. It's oh, like, Gotrick is so gross. Yeah, he doesn't shower, and his hair is full of animal fat and That's dirt, and, and he's like, missing uh, teeth. Uh, yeah, Gotrick is disgusting. <laughs> Just how every slayer should be, I feel. Like, honestly, if you just want to kill yourself in glorious battle, showering's probably not high on the, you know, the list of to-dos. All right, I like that. We, we got there eventually. Uh, Byron, I think I, I think that's good. What do we reckon, gang? I like it. I like it. Yeah, cool. All right, so a plus one to rally, and then we'll work out whatever X yeah, amount of BP is reasonable. Yeah. I'm not sure what things score in this level, so we'll figure it out. All right, cool. Yep. All right, for my proposed unit, I'm going to have uh, uh, the freebooters or disciples of Manan. Manan. Now you're a Manan. Manan, Manan. Must be the <laughs> Fuck, that is a good song. <laughs> so uh, basically, this this takes the, the flagellants units. Uh, the flagellants units. And... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I like throwing that out there so people notice like the Weight Watchers whenever we get those uh, elves. I don't think Jordan ever noticed like calling Weight Watchers. <laughs> but anyways, um, uh, the flagellants. So anyways, these are the disciples of Manan, the freebooters of Manan. So they're, they're actually, uh, when I was looking to the fluff there, so the followers of Manan are usually, they're usually hardened sailors. Like, the guys have been sailing their entire life. They've seen all the shit in the seas. They live and die by this guy. Like, basically, they're only alive because Banana spared them. And so they, they're just really grizzled kind of dudes. They're planning to use, like, some kind of, like, pirate models or, um, I think, um, was that uh, the- Grave got uh, some crewmen from the Ghost Archipelagos? Oh, so- I just picked some of them up. Yeah, uh, DJ and I also grabbed the, um, all the mercenary STLs from um, uh, Reptilian Overlords. A lot of fishy and piratey shit in there. Oh, I saw that there. The guy with the card piece? Literally the card piece is it's 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 a pun in a model form. Yeah, so it's so obviously Corey hates it with all uh, Corey died a little bit inside, I think. It's literally the worst model I've ever seen. <laughs> so I guess just to describe this visual for our listeners, it's uh it's a cod piece, but it's got a fish head, so it's a cod piece. Yeah, it's, it's really awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but something like Somebody that would be have it. So anyways, uh the, the special rule for them will have uh, the champion who becomes the Alkalite of the Depths. 
So he gets sort of a special power that he kind of bestows the rest of the unit there. Um, so the power is the fervor of Manan. So at the start of any magic phase, the Acolyte of Deaths may choose to make a sacrifice to my man. Remove one model. <laughs> Remove one model from the unit. Then you may add a single power dice or dispel dice with units of, um, if it's your opponent's magic phase to your dice pool. So the idea is that you you pray to Manan. He's sort of a fickle god there. He demands sacrifices. So you basically off one of your dudes, Inquisitor style there, and uh, you gain yourself either a power dice or a dispel dice. Love it. Very though. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. I like the they're expensive. They're eleven points a model, I think. So killing your own dude, that sucks. They're automatically stubborn, which is the most popular rule. So that actually uh, kind of no, 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 they're, no, they're unbreakable. Oh, unbreakable, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. you can't shake them. So the fact that you're killing them yourself actually helps your opponent more than anything else, aside from the power dice, which I don't think are overpowered. Like dispel dice, it, it's a chance at a chance to stop something. Still. On, like honestly, like the, I think when we were talking about it the other day, the pricing on it's fine. What are they, eleven points a model? Yes. Yeah. There's the um. I think only certain armies get it, but essentially it's the power familiar or something. It's fifty points. It gets you one extra power dice on that magician, or that mage or wizard for the game. Yeah. So it's fifty points. It gets you six magic dice. Um, you know, if you're burning, but it does take up an arcane slot on one of your wizards. I think so. If you burn, you kill what six of these guys at sixty-six points. Same effect. You can also get on this spell phase. I think it's. I think it's pretty fair. I think it's pretty cool. I, I I'm always a fan of sacrificing your own dudes. It's super fun. Yeah, it's a cool mechanic. I like that a lot. Yeah, I think it's great. Um, and I can just honestly, knowing you, Byron, I can see you like, okay, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna sacrifice one of my guys. Do, do you have a wizard? Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! You need wizards for that? <laughs> so th- th- I've been killing them all game. Y- yep. <laughs> Uh, speaking of this, I want to do uh, my warrior priest. He's gonna be like a man guy, or else possibly the champion. I kind of want to do um, like a, like a voodoo kind of girl model, like um, like that vampire, or sorry, like the the pirate kind of voodoo lady from Pirates of the Caribbean in the second. Oh, third good part. choice. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty cool if we're just sort of like you know reaching to the heavens. But there's a like chaos model. I might try to do that, but that, that's the idea. Love it. Yeah, love it. Like, your army's gonna be like super. Like you're gonna have all these like. Beautifully clad, rich Dickhole mercenaries and all these creepy fucking sea folk. Like... <laughs> yeah, I'm actually whittling off all the Sigmar symbols too. So it'll be a oh, subtle nice. thing. I won't have any. I won't have any Sigmar mention at all. It'll just be like you know subtle oh, Manan things kind of creeping around. Full Manan, that's cool. Out. And uh, push mold, oh, push mold some fish symbols. Oh, that's a good idea. Just get some fish molds. That's not bad. Get some of those Jesus fish. Fuck that work. It's gonna be the kind of <laughs> Jesus fish everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I guess the last thing for this unit is uh, just with the Merrymerk special rules uh, flagellants are rare anyways so I'll just keep them as rare so that, that makes it even harder for them so I'd have to like fob off my uh, great swords by one on one game so it's, it's a bit of a it's definitely some choice in getting these guys they're not, they're not auto and like I think it's giving you awesome modeling opportunities which to me is probably the most important thing yeah it is man all right, cool. And then the special equipment, again, uh, because I was kind of flip-flopping between the terrain rules and uh, this stuff, um, the special equipment right now is the Stazrad, Stazrad Bribe. So the Stazrad, Stazrad I don't know, is the uh, the political center of Marienburg. So that's actually like the political house, their house of commons, basically. So bit, the idea of this is that you, you pay, I don't know, 25 points, 35 points. It would be this uh, item that you would have to be a bribe that would allow you to re-roll leadership tests. 
So kind of going back to that original idea for the terrain. But um, we, we've kind of worked on a better idea for that, so I'm not really sure if this fits in anymore. So it gives you a BSB roll just for that unit? Just for that unit, yeah. Um, is it all leadership tests or break tests? I just said the leadership tests, so probably all tests. It would be I think if it was just leader, like if it was just break test, like a BSB, I think 25 points is fine. That means they can operate out on a flank and still have that benefit. Um, I think if you're going all leadership tests, it'd probably need to be pretty pricey. Thoughts, gang? No idea. Okay. <laughs> well, the, the the intention was like a like a BSB, so that that makes sense that way. Yeah, I'll just go. Yeah, reroll break test 25 points. Yeah, we'll yeah. double your rate. Don't don't run, guys. We'll double your rate. I love it. Yeah, um, and not a banner on a character. What's that? Is it a enchanted item or is it a um like a banner? I was thinking enchanted item. Yep. Um, what's the one? Bag of money. What's the normal bitch one? Like, just is it enchanted items that are the talismans or something like that? Yeah, like a talisman. Yeah. Yes, okay. talisman. yeah. Are, yeah. are those limited to certain characters that can take talismans? It's, it's only, arcane, only arcane items that are limited. So everyone, like talisman or enchanted, either or, should be fine. Okay. All right. If you want to be, well, I'm not gamey, just logical. Um, if you're ever going to run it on a model with someone else, pick the one that you're not going to use the other thing with, if that makes sense. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, I'll kind of uh, play around with it a bit more, but that'll be the general idea, 25 points. You bribe a unit to stick around a bit longer. They re-rolled the readership. They're like, oh, fuck, that's a lot of money. A lot of time, but that's some good coin. Like, you know. That's good. I like that. That's a, I like also that you've got the correct naming for the stud thread bribe as well. That's awesome. Yeah, I spent a lot of time on the wiki page kind of reading all the stuff there. So it's cool to work that in there. How much, like, awesome history is there for the old world? Like, like, so much of the wiki page still. Like, it's it's crazy, man. They detail everything. The political structure and everything. I think the reason Marienburg is kicking ass is because they did like one of the Warhammer fantasy role playing like books on Marienburg. Yeah, and they were also in uh, Mordheim featured fairly heavily, I think. Uh, well, that one of the starting warbands, so the human wars of what Reichlanders, uh, Marienburgers, and oh fuck, what was the other one? Can't remember. Oh, yeah, Marienburg. I got what? Did they get like an extra hundred or two hundred gold crowns? Yes, they, they got extra crowns. They got oh, no... can I have that as a USR? Just, you know, I get next to 20 points. points. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that makes sense. I'm rich, man. Just fucking apply the Batman tactic. Done. You can have an extra five, 10% points, but if the enemy ever holds your um your money tra- like money trailer thing, your entire army automatically breaks. <laughs> the money train. Oh, man, that just reminds me of The Shield. You guys ever watch that show? It's like a classic. Never watched much of it. It's got Walter Goggins oh. in it, so I really need to do. I love Walter Goggins. It's amazing. Yeah, I have to watch it, yeah. But they have a money train there where they find like this, uh, this I think it's Russian money train where they launder all this money. Armenian money train? What was that? Armenian, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, Armenian. That's it. Yeah. It's creepy as in that, too. Like, do not mess yeah. with those guys' mobsters. Not, not good. Oh, good. <laughs> I think at like a thousand points, I think it's fair if we give you like an extra hundred. But all your in- in- unit costs increased by ten percent. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I, I, can get around that. I, like I like it. it. I like it. <laughs> well played, Tommy. That could well that could change who uh, who Jermaine hates as well. Oh, good point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I should have hatred peasants. I can kick your army back. <laughs> hatred. Oh. <laughs> you hate the uh, the lowest point model. 
<laughs> the absolute reverse. Wouldn't that be Corey's armor? <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Hey, man. Oh, jeez. Well, I think that's an awesome lineup in all honesty, man. That's good. Yeah, thanks, uh, man. Appreciate uh, all the help you guys chipped in too, because we went a bit on the stuff in the chat, so that was good. Yeah, no. And I think like all the, the like everything's coming up good. Like everyone's taking decent shit. It's a bit of fun. It definitely adds some theme to their units and stuff. Yeah, I don't um, want to get like super powered or anything. Just just a bit of theme. So that, that's cool. I, I just want to see what you do with the um your free Buddhism and man or something, whatever we're gonna call. Them. And you just need to play now. You're a man the entire time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be down for that. Build I build a set that. of mini Bluetooth speakers into the land ship. Yep. Yeah, you're a man. Man, man, man. All right. And finally, there is me, and I'm going to go myself from just heckling from every angle. So bring it on, motherfuckers. <laughs> bring it on. I'm three beers deep. Let's do this shit. Um, so I'm in Sylvania, which is obviously a Didn't get a word of that by. That wasn't me. Oh, I, I, just, I just presumed it was you, Mum. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're fucking boats in there. <laughs> All right. So I've got Sylvania and I've just. Um, I'm trying to paint an eyeball for you. What was that? Uh, I'm trying to paint an eyeball. What you fuck now? So I just went Strider, Swamps, and Marshland. And I don't know, like, Strider existed in 8th, but I don't think it existed in 6th. But it's got like there's a billion different rules that do the equivalent of Strider, if that makes sense. So for Strider, it's like army wide Strider. Yeah, for swamp and marshland, so very specific terrain pieces. Disagree. Yeah, okay. all my I'm just gonna fight an open field. So I mean, you know, yeah, <laughs> we're fighting in the deserts of the Empire. Damn it! The deserts. Of- <laughs> 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 the protected wetlands. You can't go in there, man. The protected. <laughs> My veteran knight's panther at home. <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, so yeah, I don't think that's particularly uh. heinous or exciting. Um, terrain piece, I just went a restless moor. Um, just plus one zombie or skelly summoning when casting. It's got into or out of. I think out of is dumb, so just into. If you're summoning a unit in there or adding units, you know, they're fucking crawling up out of the, the swampy moor and jumping on in. And what's this, what's a, what are they like? Three points a pop for uh, zombies. No, whoa, 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 man! They're twice the cost they are in a, in oh, six. So it's six points for a, um a zombie or eight points for a skelly because the skellies come up like naked. Okay. What's Bone what's out. on a skeleton? What's their stats like? Terrible. That's, that's more expensive than a gore. Yeah, 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 but fear actually is a thing. You know. Yeah. So that's the that's what does it. Oh, fear. Okay, yeah. Because if yeah, if you lose so. Not that you're going to lose combat to skeletons often, but if you lose combat to a enemy unit that outnumbers you, that has fear, you don't take a break test. You just fuck off, which I think is cool as shit. Like, you know, if zombies are eating everyone and you're clearly losing, you're not going to stick around. <laughs> well, not unless there's a venison anyways. Well, yeah, if there's venison, you stick, you stick. <laughs> I don't think stubborn even helps in as well because it's an auto break. You don't no. have to take a leadership test. Well, you abandoned the venison. Fuck, that's yeah. tough. Zombies just it's like imagine the zombies eating the venison like they don't they don't understand that's good venison. <laughs> I don't want that anymore. <laughs> see, it's a waste. 
So I think, yeah, just one extra. So that means, you know, if you casted um, a one, like a, a three plus invocation of Nehek, you'd get D6 plus two zombies instead of D6 plus one. Um, and this is the one that's going to blow everyone's mind, the Drakenhof Templars. I really want to run Blood Knights. Um, I did make an entire Google sheet, sheet with references and everything, but I imagine we're beyond that at this point in time. Uh, no. I don't know. I want to just. I want you to explain just why you're going to get away with how broken these fucking things are. Okay. All right. All right. So the Drakenhof Templars. Um, this is what I've got written down. It's just a few bits from the wiki page and some pictures. Um, everyone knew who the Drakenhof Templars were and gave them room. Even the signs of the Blood Keep, who eyed them in a way a wolf might eye a rival from another pack. The von Karstan Blood Knights. Um, the Drakenhof Templars were an order of Blood Knights who acted as an elite, unparalleled cavalry of the von Karstans. They were believed to be among the greatest of their kind, second only to the Blood Dragons themselves. The original Drakenhof Templars were a genuine knightly order founded long before Otto von Drak. They were usurped by Blood von Karstein and tra- transformed into brutal Blood Knights. They had the noble goal of driving the darkness out of Sylvania. Needless to say, they failed, and Conrad von Karstein taught the last Grandmaster of Art hundreds of years ago. There were several iterations of the order, for Vlad and his heirs were ever imitators of human tradition. I've got a variety of named um, Drakenhof Templars. Most of them were just in the End Times books. Um, but there was one dude called Elbrecht Noctus, who eventually, he was Isabella's cousin and was the first Grandmaster, but he eventually started losing his shit, stepped down because he turned into a Vargulf, which I think is cool as fuck. Um, there was also... <laughs> Elise von Karstein, and she was the doyen of the Red Abbey, and Isabella's handmaiden, and she was the last Grand Master of the Drakenhof Templars. I think that was during the end times. And there's a few other fucking plebs. Um, so they were first mentioned in the Storm of Chaos, but they were just a named Black Knight unit in the um, Armies of Sylvania list. Uh, they then came up again in the Ye Olde Weirdies in Cambiblurum article. Um, and they're just sort of touched on as a separate uh, formation of the Drakenhof Guard, and then obviously heaps of references in the end times. So that's their background, uh, keeping it simple and easy. Um, so my idea was to get Blood Knights somehow into Sixth, and instead of bringing Blood Knights across, I just found the closest thing to Blood Knights in the game, and it was just Chaos Chosen Knights. Boom. So Chaos Chosen Knights with Fear and Immune to Psychology, and that would be the equivalent of Master of, uh, Mark of Slanesh and Mark of Nurgle. So the first four would be 250 points without command. Thoughts? Go. Well, you might as well throw in a breakable for free, because why the fuck not at that point? What was that? You might as well toss in a breakable for free as well. I mean, that's such an insane immune to psychology and gives her fear and the chaos deadline. That's uh, it's pretty full on. I reckon um, they're a little bit too... Yeah, a little bit too fantastic. Okay, well, what do we think? Help me. What about... What are the Knights of the White Wolf like? What's so special about them? Uh, we just get a... We're humans. We get a special hammer and come on with full plate and all that kind of stuff, sort of naturally and whatnot, which I think they all do, but yeah. What do the what do the chosen get in that case, and that differentiates them? Chosen, uh, how much is the Knight of the White Wolf? Uh, twenty-three. Yeah, chosen at forty-five points naturally. Shit. <laughs> well, they do. So they've got a vampire stat line. So I think I was talking to a few of the other night. Um, so their strength five, toughness four, 
which is a vampire thrall stats. Um, same as a blood knights. They don't get lances. Um, they get full plate armor and a bartered cow steed. So they're weapon skill five, initiative five, strength five, toughness four, uh, leadership eight. What other stats do we need? What am I missing? Is that it? Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, toughness four is plus the armor. We're that two plus armor at that point. By the time you get them all going, they're, they're one up. I'm happy to drop them to a um a two up, uh, just because the um blood knights never got access to full plate. They're always a two up. Yeah, I think the fear and immune to psychology is a bit much. I think maybe one or the other. Like the fear makes sense because they do sound like tough, scary motherfuckers. But that the toughness four is gonna be really tough to pierce that plus the armor. And I used to run toughness four gores, and that was fucking tough. Maybe you have the leadership the same as your thrall as well. Seven. Yep. Happy doing that. So I'm happy baking in, always taking full command as well. So it would literally be 300 points for four dudes. Made it 350. <laughs> <laughs> With all the shooting, it's it's not going to be as bad if they're at two up, I guess. So yeah, the two ups better than the one up. The one ups pretty rough. I'm fine with that. Two up. Leadership seven. I'm happy going two rare choices as well. So they're not going to come out until we're at 2,000 points. And it stops me taking cannons and shit. Okay, yeah. I was thinking of 1k and they're pretty fucking brutal, but at 2k... Uh, that would be pretty bad. prohibitive. <laughs> yeah. All yeah right. At 2k, it's not as bad then, really. So, how's this sound? Cows chosen. Standard points, so 250 for the first four. Uh, 45, an additional model. And, obviously, um, command on top, which is 50 for the whole lot if I choose to take it. They are only a two-up save, leadership seven, and they take up two rares. That sounds pretty okay, actually. That sounds alright. I think that's fine, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. The with the two rares. Yep, that's fine. Like legit, I'm not trying to power game here. It's just the closest stat line I could find in sixth edition was just chaos chosen. Yeah. yeah. All right, done. If we're happy yeah. with that, I'm happy with that. I, I just yes, want to yeah. make I some mean... track templars. It, it's a very fluffy unit. You know I mean, like, it sounds very cool and stuff, though. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it's, it's going to be kind of cool to see, and it'll be kind of cool to see your modeling opportunities for that. So, I'm very excited to see how those guys are going to come out. Well, I'm going to judge the old kits. I've got to just grab the, another five of the old ones. Going to judge them with the new ones, um, and then really sort of not overly von Karstein them up, but keep them very empire and very gothic sort of thing, as opposed to knightly, if that makes sense. Yeah. Good call. So that'll be fun. Like black and silver. Maybe some checks. I'll need to get some pointers, Tommy. <laughs> not that hard, to be honest. The checks. Do you just go like black and then white over the top or white and black over the top? Um, so mine are blue and white. And all you do is you do like a blue, then you do a slightly lighter blue and do like a Noughts um, and Crosses kind of pattern. A what, sorry? Like a Noughts and Crosses kind of pattern. Yep. And then you just fill in the blanks. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's super. It's pretty easy. I'll have a red hot crack because I feel like checks are empire as well, or at least quartered design. Beautiful. And I don't have a magic item, but yeah, if we're happy with those chosen, so two fifty for the first four. Uh, fear, immune to psych, two up leaders, uh, two up arm save, leadership seven, two rare slots. Sounds good to me. Boom. Yeah, that's right. if everyone's happy. I'm happy. What Boom, was yeah. uh, your three piece again? It's like a. Like well, a I'm not track. happy. The. Who the fuck said that? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you just triggered me from ages ago. <laughs> Motherfucker. 
Um, my terrain piece was a restless moor. Um, so I was like planning on doing one of these as well. So I thought I'd tie it in. Um, so yeah, like, so I imagine like a, a bit of swampy ground with like, like, you know, I, I don't know how I'll model it, but have like, you know, skeletons like looking up from under the murky water and shit. Except the put some zombie heads under resonance. Shit. Exactly. So they're just ready to get plumped up. So yeah, just plus one on the summon or reinforce invocation of Nehek for zombies and scallies. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. That's going to look very cool on the field. Yeah, and I'll just model it the same way as the roads and everything, so it'll all tie in. And you'll have striders, so I mean, like, you can go through that really easily, and the rest of us will struggle a bit, but... That's right, motherfucker! <laughs> yeah, the cat that can't one have piece of terrain. That one piece. <laughs> that one piece of terrain on the desert board. <laughs> <laughs> it's, is it an oasis? Sure. Yeah, 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 it's fine. It's an oasis full of bodies. It's fine. It's fine. These pets armies can't look at a place for all that snow. All that snow, yeah. Hey, 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 man! It should have melted more on uh on warm-blooded animals. Like, clearly, people don't know the insulation properties of fur, but that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> like when I pat my Malamute when she's sitting outside in like four degrees, her fur is freezing cold. But like you touch her belly, boiling hot. Because fur. <laughs> circulation works. Yep, circulation and insulation. Watch our world. So I think that covers um does that cover all our uh Yeah man. All our problems. Excellent. Yeah. Everyone happy with everyone happy with their allotments and uh zhuzhings? Yeah, really yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what boys, like given like that we've got these little changes now, I'm I'm super looking forward to like a an Empire Civil War campaign weekend. Yeah, man, it's gonna be so sick. I've got the uh, the map tile finally came into. Oh, that'll be so cool. We can do a little board. Oh yeah. So do you reckon we try to like not centralize because it is an Empire Civil War, but try to bracket like a, a central area where most of our tips touch, if you will? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, they could kind of model the map. Mm. The rivers are kind of fast travel as well. Yeah, true. Just bang on up it because like. No, the beastmen are fucked. Oh. <laughs> I'll put some bridges on there. I'll model one. I'm just thinking because I like I sent you that awesome um that boat Byron the uh, STL that boat steam tank. Yes. Where is that when from? You, when that's oh, there's a is it like last sword miniatures maybe? Does that that sound right to anyone? Yeah, I'll have to go back and take a look. I, I was pricing up the Highland uh, the Highland one as well. They do some awesome shit as well. But uh, that one you found is fucking perfect. It looks like a fucking steam tank made of wood. So when can you take steam tanks? Though? That's the question. Because I know they're limited to 2k, but I'm not sure if that's uh, rare locking, if you know what I mean. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't know. You said the steam tanks were like a special PDF, so I haven't had a chance to look at that. Um, getting it up right now, and the PDF also. But yeah, I love that you um, cause I think you even said it to me way back when, in tw- like Ten years ago, the Murworm for Byron as his steam tank would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would work as well, yeah. Yeah, also very cool. It just says the steam tank can't be taken anything less than 2,000. Okay, fair. Right. Yeah, I'm cool with 2,000 kicking it up a bit. It would logically be rare. Hopefully it doesn't take two slots. I just love the steam taken six because you can change it. You can put a volley gun in the hull. Tommy, you can put a mortar in the hull. 
Oh. Why are you directing it to me? Directing to Chris. Yes. But Tommy, aren't you all about mortars? No, it was Chris. I've already got my two. You were running a mortar, weren't you? Fire and direct. I don't like one, yeah. See, Volley Gun would be right up Chris's uh, Chris's alley. Yeah, the, the steam tank and six are so cool. My favorite thing is obviously the engineer's fighting platform, which has got like six dudes on it with all sorts of guns. It's fucking yeah, so cool. That's cool. Yeah, everyone needs steam. Actually, yeah. okay. I was I was pricing out some of the Highland stuff, and I was uh, texting the guy. I'm like, oh, I want this cannon thing. Can you do that cannon? Yeah, cool. I was like, you want some mortars and stuff too? I'm like, no, not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> just the cannon. <laughs> just the cannon. I think just a mortar for every thousand points is fine. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, really? That's so far? Like, no, just a cannon. <laughs> Boo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> the tone of your voice. No. Just... no. My mommy said I can't. <laughs> I just imagine Byron Not saying it with like, his hands in his pocket and him like kicking a rock on the ground. Mom said I can't come out and play. <laughs> Don't have a jacket. It's not fun. No more tar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. All right. Well, after that long meandering fluster clock, um, I suppose it's on to hobby challenges for the next fortnight. Yeah, sweet Jesus. Yep. Uh, Corey, do you want to do the call out or you want me to do the call out, mate? Uh, you can do the call out. All right. I'll finish this off. All right. In no particular order, but definitely in the order of Chris. So this is a two-weeker again. So back to two weeks. We just had the week for just writing text in the last 20 minutes. But uh, <laughs> what are you going to do in the next two weeks, Chris? They're getting pretty close to rounding out the first 1,000 points. Pretty exciting. Um, I think I'll get six cold one nights. Ready for, so yes, more fucking more cavalry. Nice, man. Love it. Fucking yeah. love it. New cold ones, old cold ones? Uh, I believe they're the old ones. They're the they're the original Dark Knight ones. Like the original... Like the, um, the frumpy ones? ones. Um, too much. Like, not, like they're the big butt ones, not the Velociraptors? Yeah, the big butt, low to the ground. Big, big rectangle head. Because I love them ones. I, I, so cool. yeah. I love them big derpy motherfuckers. Especially um, Spite. Um, when you get like Malice Dark Void, Spite's head was so cool. He had all armor and shit. So six cold ones? Six cold ones for this day. Beautiful. This, well, this challenge. All right. Six cold ones. Claire's, what do you got for us? Uh, I'll get a, another Ooh, unit of Slayers done. Nice. Full unit, fifth. Fuck. All right. Shit. Yeah, All right. Motherfucker. Fuck. Okay. All right. Maybe. That's a big call. Big call or a six pack? Probably going to fuck it up, but we'll get there. Just keep strong, Corey, so you'll keep all of us strong. Just log out of that this. game, man, and you can do it. Yeah, you don't need to watch the Wolverine's fuck. <laughs> Dude, my... so you can get a red tube. I do. I need my animals. My animals need to be okay. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, Jermaine, uh, what are you going to shame us with with your challenge, you motherfucker? Uh, I'm going to do 16 Marauders. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Yeah, but what are you going to do over the two weeks? That'll be the next six days. Like. No, the the last time I did that, that was a real push. Like that was I was painting up until the podcast. Um, so the two weeks, it'll be nice to be able to take my time with it. All right, I like it. Okay, sixteen marauders, love it. 
Uh, Byron, what are we working on? I was kind of keen to start these gunners, but everybody's kind of doing the uh, the other armies. I, I think I'll try to finish it up as well. I think I'll do uh, the five minotaurs. I've got them kind of half started there, so there's a lot of skiing on there. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Get those five minutes done. Nice, love it. Griggling? So I'm going to do a little different. I've already got most of these noblars done, but because I'm batching 25 at a time, it's still probably a couple of hours left. That That I'm, is too big a batch. <laughs> I just I only batch though and I'm done. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm going for it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm going to do that. But I'm going to not lock myself in. I'm going to do as much of my ogre stuff as I can. And I'm going to present it to you guys to give me a pass or not next episode. Ooh. Okay, can you take a picture, take okay. a picture of your army as it stands now? And then sure. when we see it in two weeks? Yep, I think that's fair. That sounds good. Done. Love it. Uh, go Tommy, and then we'll finish off with me. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so I'm going to... I've been painting tonight up this Leviathan that I was talking about. Yep. So I'll finish that off. And I was going to take a stab at six deck droppers. Okay, excellent. So batty boys? Yeah. So how are you modelling your deck droppers? I've got some... I, I've got some... Models from a Blood Bowl campaign that had like little bats, like picking up a couple of pirate dudes. Um, there's a little goblin dressed up as a bat. Um, there's another bat I'm going to have to hack up and attach to a dude. And then I've got two I have to figure out. So, okay. yeah. It's got most of them sorted. Or some of them. Most of them sorted, yeah, yeah. Awesome. All right. Six deck droppers. Love it. Um, me, I will continue with the vampire counts. I'm going to do five dire wolves and two bat swarms, I think. And that uh, that's it. That's fun. Perfect. Cool. Yeah, get it done. Um, and I think that rounds out the episode in some manner. Well done. All right. All right. Anyone have anything to say of any note? Never. Never. Never? Beautiful. All right. We'll fucking call it there. <clears throat> and see.